Hey, hey, hey. How are you, my people? What is happening? So a lot is going on, huh? Let me tell you something. So um, Bob and I were on last week and we recorded and for some reason the the podcast did not record. So here we are. We're going to give it a go tonight and hope that all goes well, right? So Yeah, so anyway, so we recorded, and it, for whatever reason, it didn't save. (laughs) It's so frustrating, but it is what it is, and, well, you just got to do what you got to do. So, here we are again. I think I probably already said that. I'm fiddling with my stuff at the same time, so I'm a little distracted. Sorry about that. So, today, we're just going to actually recap what we spoke about last week, and that was basically about atonement and just um, forgiveness and all of the above. And of course, of course, we talked about God. Because that's what we do, right? And as I said, there's so much going on. We had the midterm elections and, um, well, we know how that ended up. And a lot of people were really, uh, you know, upset um, and losing hope. And I'm here to tell you, look. We are living in the most phenomenal times and it's a time that we have to go inward and a lot of people got a lot of bad attitudes and I can see they're not, um, you know, they're not walking in faith. So I'm just going to call it out. Um, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Just means, you know what? You're getting caught up with the enemy. So we're also going to probably, I would imagine, talk about Thanksgiving and going into the season of Thanksgiving and these holidays and really just understanding what what's important about it, right? At the end of the day, it's not about Christmas presents and, you know, turkey and all this, right? It's It's really about being grateful. For the things that God gives us, uh, you know, in our endeavors in life, right? And I truly believe that when you remain positive, your life will start to take a turn, right? And the closer that you um, you get to the consciousness of God, which happens when <laughs> you take the time, right? Um, peace be still. Right. We have to be still in order to hear God. And I'm a testimony to that because I was go, 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 the rat race. And 
I wasn't, um, I wasn't listening. I wasn't getting still. I was just kind of on autopilot, excuse me. And I think it had all changed in um, March of 2020 for a lot of people. And since then, we've had this mass awakening of people. And it's a beautiful thing. It really, truly is. And uh, we're going to get through this. We just have to dial it up. We also have to continue to speak the truth. And hopefully, with that, more people will wake up, right? Everything. (laughs) Gotcha on the line, Bob. Bob's on the line, everybody. Let's get it. Yay! I was just telling everybody. everybody, I was just telling everybody that we recorded last week and for whatever reason, it did not save. And I was so disappointed because it was an amazing conversation. But I have a feeling tonight we're going to have... It'll be good too, right? We don't talk about gibberish. We don't talk about whatnot. We always talk about leading topics. Absolutely. um, We don't get... We don't get muddled in all the politics. We don't get muddled in all the yep. absolute religion, you know, because religion's a big word. And we don't get involved with personal attacking uh, specific people. So what we try to do is get people to understand the, the greater good, the uh, foundation of what's going on. So we are on it, Jane. You, you and I are... We're bringing it yeah, as much as you we know, can. I, uh, I had a conversation. Well, not a conversation. Well, I guess it was this voice text back and forth. And um, a friend of mine. And we were talking about the whole, you know, Q thing. And, and he was like, you know, I'm tired of hearing about this damn Q thing. And I'm like, I'm not talking about the Q thing. I'm just saying, I know. We never, yeah. no, we never I, mentioned it. No, 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 not you. I'm I'm just saying, yeah. I was talking to him about this. We were going back and forth and, and I was telling him, you know, at the end of the day, we cannot vote ourselves out of communism. So people really need to be concerned here. Okay. And that um, we also have to understand that this is a misinformation, there's disinformation. And the only way that you're going to be able to discern from what is going on in the psychological war is to be grounded in the consciousness of God. If you are not, because (laughs) if you are not, and if you don't get still, you're going to miss it. What what happened is, what happened to Jesus? Yeah, same oh, thing. Well, I, I'm <laughs> Imagine kinda, that. He's he's so righteous. He's so this. He's, and right. uh, you know what? We we already know what's going on. And uh, you know what? You're wrong. Nothing about you. We made new rules. You know, it's just I. You're not the Messiah that we we know is coming. You're not it. So we're just gonna make you disappear. Well, <laughs> yeah, you can't. People, yeah. it's not that Q, I think Q is all that in a bag of potato chips. I mean, again, it's, it's doing, it serves a 
reasonable purpose. But if people are looking for leadership out of the queue, Jesus, you're lost. Exactly. <laughs> and it, I don't think it ever was meant to be that. It was just an I, information piece. Exactly. Not to, you know, it's about you getting enough information to make proper steps in your life so you can be the leader in your life that you need to be, that the scriptures ask us to be. Well, you know, and then I get the, it. The, the concept, of, or I shouldn't say the concept, Nasara came up and he was talking about how people that he knew someone who went and bought a car and thinking that it was going to get paid off. And I was like, that's intention. When you have wrong intentions and they're it doesn't work out. Yeah, you, you can't be mad at anybody but yourself at the end of the day. You can't set out and as you to do something that 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 is not grounded in the consciousness of God. We don't go out and buy no. a car because somebody's telling us it's going to get paid off because all debts are going to be paid off a, because you hear this you within get the a queue. One up. Right. I'm right. going to get a one up. I'm going to get a one up. I'm going to buy and that's Trump not, bucks or Trump coins or Trump hats or yep. Trump underwear. Yep. It's and just it's going to be worth a lot more later. You know, yep. it's just you have to realize that these people are lukewarm yes you can't the, the only thing that we need to do need because i sunday i got a little hair up my backside and i says i went on oh, to no. Stu peter's site and mm-hmm. uh i just wrecked havoc because this site's got a lot of nonsense on there you know he's got a lot of followers so there's a lot of nonsense people and i just oh, started yeah. browbeating the heck out of everybody you know and it's just like you know all these people it's, they don't really want god first so one he say look just because I don't believe in your God, shouldn't I, I shouldn't be a part of the movement. Oh, no, you shouldn't be. You don't even need to belong anywhere near here. If you can't get yourself back to where you came and what it is that you, I don't believe any of that. Well, then you need to move on. Exactly. Satan, Satan, Satan's waiting for you. In fact, I, you know, they're probably shills. You know, these there's all, oh. they're not real people. First off, no, you can't they're bots. verify anybody. <laughs> they're, you know, bots or they're yeah. just shills. They're paid for shills. There's a whole yes. bunch of them. There's millions and millions and millions of dollars being spent on these shills. And they know each other. You can kind of see, if you really start sticking back and understanding it, you start seeing, well, this one was being preposterous about what Jesus, how we're supposed to address him and all this, that. And, you know, don't use the word Jesus. It's bad and all this nonsense. And then this another person comes, first was, you know, they're, they're playing controlled opposition. And they said, you yeah. know what? I'm going to start looking into that. Oh, my God. They're together, you know. They may not be in the same room, but know, they're on the same mission. Same mission, absolutely. There's, yeah, you just have to be careful. Yeah. So, and I mean, even the Q thing says question everything, including me. Exactly. I question everything. You know, Bob. You, and- you, you you test it, or you you test this metal against God unto Jesus Christ. Yep. That's the only test. Because anything else isn't truth. No. There's deception impossible or delusions. God says, if you don't love the truth, I'm going to pour out great delusions on you. Well, I, I you know, he's like, well, what are you going to do? And, you know, there's people that aren't supporting Trump because of the whole vaccine thing. And I said, you know what? At the end of the day, you're not going to have the answers unless you spiritually discern and your spirit will tell you what the truth is every time it will I, at peace out i wrote 
it'd be nice if he could get a hold of that, print it out and read it. Doesn't say anything about Trump in there. Again, it's a, it's about knowing what it is that we have here. And it's not just, you know, I only can believe in God. I can't believe in the United States because it's a, the constitution is crap and all. Well, that's a lot of garbage. You've been, been fed all that nonsense. People have to start wiping away their thought processes of being manipulated. Well, the thing is, it's like orange men bad. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Or what would the one lady she said? Oh, she was talking about in Georgia. What was a? What's the football player? Mm-hmm. Oh, he, uh, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Oh, he's just a dumb stooge. Da 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 da. I mean, do you even know anything about that person? First exactly. off, no. And then the other guy goes, I know he's a wife beater because <laughs> she got out the, uh, just before the, the, his the last election that he got elected, by the way, which is bizarre, that she was pummeled and bruised. And he didn't, first he said no, but then when the police report comes out, he's like, oh, well, you know, we Who were is both. Is that Herschel Walker? <laughs> no, the, the other, the, the uh, pastor Warnock. of Satan, whatever his name is. Yeah, Warnock. Warnock, yeah. Yeah, Warnock he's a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's a piece of, total piece of garbage, but you know, that, that's the point. Stop being deluded with all the nonsense. Pick up right. the armor of God, put it on you, and Amen. you will begin to know. Once you walk in the steps of God unto Jesus Christ, wearing his armor, things start to become clear. Well, I did that, and no, it's not clear yet. Well, it may, some people may take a couple of years and that's the way it is. There's, you know, some people are so far gone that to come back take, is going to take some time. It is. First off, I mean, any reasonable person that looks in the society right now and the world lens and looks at what's going on can't say it's okay. First off, it's just absolute nonsense. So people that don't really see a reason to get up and act to change or do something that's positive, not positive to God and to Jesus Christ, then, you know, yeah, it might take you a couple of years. Yeah. You're going to have to suffer some more hardships or something to get you to think about what needs to happen. Because these people also don't see anything that's happening to the children. No, they don't. And we're not just talking about the, the children that are, you know, have already been born and they've been, you know, traumatized and beaten and all this other nonsense and missing and disappearing. We're talking about all of the failed, uh, <laughs> first off, we got rid of abortion for the most part, although it's you know not gone, trust me. Yeah. <clears throat> but right now all the miscarriages, yep. it's like 25 to 3,000%. It is absolutely impossible to occur the way it's occurring now under any kind of random situation. Absolutely, mathematically impossible. So, Bob, and we're not even talking about all the stuff that happens to women that are pregnant. No, we're talking just about. So, I mean, you got to wake up. You got to get mad. So, Bob, get mad what do you think it is? What do, what do you think is causing all of these miscarriages? Well, that's the vaccine, hundred percent. Hello, Without ding, ding, ding. The one that was going to stop you, everyone from getting COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that the one that's still experimental and still hasn't been changed. It's still experimental. 
in the one that they were going to come out with, the one that was approved, but it's never, it has never been produced. Isn't that funny? How do you prove something? That's not it's even not there. Even produced. Yep. Yeah. And that was a while ago. I mean, if they were, I mean, it wasn't a week ago. <laughs> it was a year ago. I mean, yeah. You guys have time here to figure it out. So, anyways, it's a phantom. It's all a psyops on their part to us, but there's, you know, you have to start, you know, in the well, Sarah, for instance. I, I it just don't, but, I don't know how to get to. I, I don't know how to get through to these people. Uh, well, first because off, the amount of money that this country is in debt for, the yeah. trillions of dollars of debt and all the money we send everywhere, to them it's not real. But it is real. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to do? I mean, what? I don't, So I don't necessarily believe in this era. I don't, like I said, question everything. But I tell you what, there's only one way to fix our debt. Or it doesn't matter who becomes president, it only gets worse. Well, Nassara, let me interject for a sec. Okay. With with regard to Nassara, Nassara is the real deal. This is something that John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy, actually, uh, he came up with it. And they were supposed to, they were supposed to, several times enacted into law and it never happened one of those days was 9-11 because he's president kennedy started a script from the treasury department mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's those famous paper yes with the black writing in the red and guy we trust across the top yes <clears throat> and then he was shot yes or whatever he was some people say, well, he didn't really die. I don't know. I, I watched his Zabruder film. <laughs> and whoever that was, if it wasn't him, his head came apart. I'll tell you that right now. But the point yeah, being is so that much coming out with that. He, he, he stopped doing stuff, whatever it is, whether he's alive and they put him in mothballs or stuck him in a little hole in the ground, he quit doing stuff. And all, now, all those actions that he was doing to try to fix his country, get rid of the CIA, yep. which probably yep. would have led, led right to the destruction of the FBI. Yeah, that has to happen. Both of those things have to happen. <clears throat> and it's an easy thing. You just line item, scratch through it, no more budget. <laughs> exactly. But so it, you got you can't look at oh, where's the great white hope? You know, that's that's nonsense. That's what that's how Jesus was killed. He didn't look like the great white hope that was stuck in their little pea brains. No, they weren't asking it, for the, 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 the answer is within us. The answer is within us. When we go within and we get still, that is when we we grow the spiritually. So <laughs> yeah. The ever so small voice. It's in the scripture. Exactly. The ever we so have to small wait. voice. Yep. Yeah. So, and then it becomes loud and then resounding. And then you're moving mountains and you didn't know that that could be exactly. possible. Exactly. Then it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're on, you know, it's milk and honey and Tweety birds and, uh, you know, butterflies and unicorns flying around. No, that's nonsense. This is the world we're here. The world is run by Satan. Satan's the prince of this world. Yep. So if you're good, he's going to look you up. 
But if you're not good, you don't ever get to look up. If you, you know, the metaphor is, you know, eternity is not for you. Yep. Because Jesus said it directly to the Pharisees, and you know, as John recorded it, he says, "You're not coming where I'm. You're not going to be going where I'm going." Talking to the Pharisees, and the Pharisees are absolute scholars on the Torah. It, that doesn't mean anything. It's Jesus Christ. Right. And that's the Old Testament talking about that too. It's just that they diluted in their mind what the Messiah was supposed to be. He's supposed to be, you know, wielding a sword or, you know, chopping heads off and all this nonsense or something. He was supposed to just destroy the enemy that they thought was their enemy. <clears throat> well, all I know is I was born for a time as such as this, okay? And I am a warrior for God. And I'm glad, and I know that. And, and you are to have too. More people like that. I know. We got to bring more people. It's around like, how do I get to you? Ugh. I think a lot of it is uh, many people just need to do a detox. Like they just need to step away from it. Like <laughs> I did. Detox, exactly. Like completely. Right. Like step away from it. Shut it down for like a month, and watch how you grow spiritually. That's what I did. I had to. I don't really I, follow I had anybody. To. I don't follow anybody. Yeah. Um, I look at stuff for the bigger picture because I want. Yep. I'd like to know if and when, you know, the ball, you know, the the proverbial ball hits. I'd like to know. But oh, well, no one's going to know until after. Yeah, no, no one's going to know, know until nothing. after. So I don't follow anybody. I don't follow any particular anybody because everyone. Early on, specifically, there were nothing but eating each other up. Oh, I know. And that's still it's still actually the same way. They're still eating each other. But every time someone would say this about, oh, that guy's calling me out, and I just I delete both accounts. And you know, anytime, so I got down to very few because <laughs> that's all they do. Yeah. <clears throat> but well, it's I just very little. I, it's just so matters. much. It's so much anxiety that I uh, that I feel this Archie. <laughs> he wants a hot dog. He's Archie, you know, is the the old Archie. Well, not Archie, Archie Bunker, but the, yeah, the old Archie because he was a uh, he liked hot dogs or something. I think. Yes. That, uh, Jughead, I like Archie and Jughead. Jughead and all of those guys, right? Yeah. Young so, hot dogs. Yeah, he was. So that's that's where Archie got his name was from the Archie comic, right? Um, yeah. My brother's big in comics, and so and on. And what's funny? You said he wants a hot dog. He is a hot dog. He's a dachshund. Yeah, he is a hot dog. <laughs> Did you ever take a uh, Halloween suit you stuck in oh, the yeah. mm-hmm. They looked yep. at you like, really? Did you have to go there? <laughs> I do. I do. Like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're a dachshund. That's just sorry. And yeah. you know what? <laughs> Let's turn that around to people. Yep. If you're a certain thing, if you're a certain way of believing and understanding things, you're going to be open to manipulation. Mm-hmm. So don't be a dachshund if you don't want to be dressed up like a hot dog. If you don't want to be dressed up like a hot dog, you know what I mean? 
that's a great metaphor. I love that metaphor. I love that metaphor. Yeah, if you don't want to be a hot dog, don't act like a duck. You know, it, we got to get just, ourselves straight. I see so much anxiety in, you know, and then it's when two days we got I'm sitting I'm sitting here. I'm telling you what's happening. You don't believe me. You're saying, oh, it's you're listening to Q. I'm telling you that I don't follow anyone. I hover above. I took six months off. I awakened, spiritually speaking, and I hover above. So I see what's going on. I truly do. And People can say whatever they want. I don't care. You know, either you're going to, you know, you want to sit here, you want to talk about God, but at the same time, you're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You control what you control. You get involved where you can get involved. And that's a lot of people need to start voicing, speaking up, standing up. That is what you do. Absolutely. Because this Again, the scriptures are a great place to start. And it's it's hard for yep. some people because it was written to confuse the wicked. The Absolutely. Person, not wicked. Well, I mean, if you're not if you're not following the scripture, you know, you may not be wicked inherently, and that's not what we're saying, but Satan can manipulate you fairly easily. Absolutely. You just one little sneeze sideways and you're off to the left field playing dancing around over there with the unicorns that don't even exist. <clears throat> you can't don't if you don't want to be treated like a hot dog, don't act like a dog. <laughs> okay, that's gonna stick in my head for a while. <laughs> uh, I but, mean, and, and I know people think I'm nuts when I say I know it doesn't seem like we're winning sometimes, and it doesn't seem like this is gonna turn around, but I am here to tell you that there are are so many people that are awake now that weren't that was the goal we wanted to awaken humanity right once you make you awaken humanity everyone steps into their sovereignty eventually right you, you understand your sovereignty is in god right god gives you that not government and so you step into that and when you awaken spiritually you realize that right and Absolutely. I'm just so grateful 100%. that I didn't indoctrinate myself into any of this stuff, including like the spiritual, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the spiritual communities that are a little questionable. And we have to understand that the infamous, the, excuse me, the enemy has infiltrated every, every facet, thing. every facet Thanks. of good. Remember the money that they're using to buy these people is all fake money because it's, oh, yeah. it's the worldwide system is nothing but a paper papering system of money. So, yep. you know, these extreme wealthy people have been pouring, you know, millions of dollars and probably billions of dollars at this point across the entire, well, it is, it's, it's trillions actually, if you want to look at the world. And so you got all these people and, you know, you got these, well, it's not right to call them a bot. You know, a bot is actually a program. Whereas, you know, you got paying someone to sit in a boiler room, if you will, you want to pitch yourself of that and just talk baloney about stuff. They're everywhere. And they're not one or two or three or four. They're probably 
there's probably 50 to 100,000 in the United States alone or more. Right. And you're like, how can they control um, all the, uh, you know, the, the narrative on social media? They don't take much because there are so many people that don't have God under Jesus Christ first in their mind. They're easily deluded. Uh, I'll pour out great delusions for those who love not the truth. Mm-hmm. And people never, that's the point I'm, or the, the, the importance of what I'm trying to say is that you never know that you're deluded until, you know, the big rock hits you in the head or you get dressed up like a you know hot dog. <laughs> you're like, what the hell just happened? <clears throat> we can't be like that. We have to ask for discernment. We have to help our brothers and sisters to say, listen, we need to get, th- well, but I don't want to believe in your God. I, religion's all this. Religion's bad. I get religion is a tool. Right. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about God unto Jesus Christ. That's it. So you have to really segregate it out because they've been deceiving. The word Christian doesn't mean one thing or two things or three things. It means a plethora of different things, which it shouldn't, but it does because they've infiltrated Christianity. <clears throat> I mean, yep. we have to start looking through the lens of God unto Jesus Christ. And well, that is in the scripture, know, quite a quite a bit of that, in fact. Do you know what cracks me up? <laughs> it's like all these people that want to come for me, like when I say what's going to happen and they're like, oh, you just believe in all this Q stuff. And it's like, I didn't even say that. I, nev- I never said that I follow Q. <laughs> you know, you're just assuming. Now I have read devolution and that makes sense to me because, you know. I'm ex-military, so I get that. And well, so I find that we're to be still very in fascinating. A FEMA, they're still yeah. in a FEMA nationwide emergency. Yes. So and if, people don't understand that. If anyone's that, ever get, paid attention to that. They don't pay attention. If anyone's paid attention to that. No. That if, when FEMA, uh, according to the law, now laws aren't necessarily the Constitution. You have to understand it because mm-hmm. we don't pay attention to the Constitution. The little Jack Bates up there and uh whatever dome capital nonsense is they go ahead and just make a bunch of crap up doesn't mean it's right but you know they got guns and bullets <clears throat> but the under fema the government isn't even the fema's the government yep and that's the basis of devolution because devolution is right a, it can be used in an act of war fema can be used in an act of war let me ask you a question so who activated all of the state's National Guard? Oh, it was Pelosi. No. Not. <laughs> no. 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 Who activated Trump, 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 Trump. Exactly. He did so it. I rest he did my it case. With an executive order. <laughs> right. People think they know what's going on. The stupid thing is, is uh, a year and a half, well, it was 2018, actually, so it's been a little while, but it was on national news. Yeah. It was on every news channel. Everybody and they're knew still activated. It. Here's a news flash. It is November 22nd, 2022. Biden has been in the faux office for what, almost two years now? And let me tell you, hey. those those National Guardsmen, they're still deployed. Yep. 
still active. They're still active. That's They're a, still another, deployed as another, active duty. Okay. <laughs> that's another funny little uh, uh, little thing to look at. Is we, no one can prove that Biden's been sleeping in the White House. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody. It's a shit and, show. And the best that we can the best that we can tell is that there's that vestibule area that he's been into, and that's it. The Oval Office, that's been proven that it was a, one of those yep. Oval Office things from Hollywood you know, sets. And all the rest of it's all been Hollywood sets. No one can prove that he's ever slept in the White House. And when he goes to the back room, he just goes there. And no one fo- can follow him back there to see where he goes because, yeah, he just waits there. If that's even Biden, because we know, no, come on, well, earlobes, your eyes, your nose, your your glabellar arch or your forehead, that stuff doesn't change, no. <clears throat> but whatever. The, right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince people of what the reality is. And so, and you're right. And people sit back, they think they know what's going on and, oh my God, we're going to lose our country. And it's like, no, we're not just, just no, do your our part. Constitution this is about you that. standing up. This is about you getting into your understanding. Your sovereignty does not, you know, is with God. It, it, it's given to you by God. It's not given to you by government. This is what this is all about. Right. And it's like some of the people are missing the mark. It's like, you're supposed to take time to be still with God. And he will give know, you the, missing the, the mark. Gift of spiritual discernment. It's right. missing the mark, by the way. I'm telling the, you, missing the mark, right? And it's so wrapped up in explanation in this. of sin. Yes. If you look at um, uh, Strong's concordance, missing the mark is sin. Yeah. <laughs> and it was derived from the archers. So when they missed, they were they sinned. So that word came Smart. from that concept. Hmm? Yeah, they are missing the mark big time. They are. It, it, it's but it's if like, you can't worry about our country's financial future, you got to just let that go. Yep. Because it you'll get you'll be turned down all kinds of roads. You never know where you're at. Yep. You can't worry about who's going to be president. Nope. You'll you'll never make it. You just know that there's a lot wrong. There's a yep. whole lot that. Can I, it's just, oh my God, just total nonsense everywhere. Not in one place, not in two places, not in 10 places. There isn't any place that it isn't full of crap. I don't care where you go in our government right now. How would that be? If they were so strong in their position, why were they, are they all acting like they're, they're full of anxiety? <laughs> right. Running around like a bunch of bullies that pisses their pants at night. People well, don't realize the power they have. Pete, I, I will tell to realize you. Realize your powers. You have to realize you're a child of God. Exactly. And you're to act unto Jesus Christ. But you have all these God unto Jesus Christ. They're so consumed in this political bullshit, which is meant to divide us, which is meant to keep us away from God. They just 100. They're immersed in it. And they won't step away from it. That's always been. That's always been the goal. Yep. Not of just this administration or the last 10 years or 50 years. But ever since that God had decided to start choosing people 
you know, 6,000 years ago, the pagan and Satan yep. rose up to just destroy it. And it's never stopped. Well, I understand that it has never stopped. One is because they haven't won. And in terms of knowing God into Jesus Christ, really knowing, mm-hmm. not the Torah knowing, because the Torah don't work. Right? I'm sorry, don't work. You can't believe only in the Torah and think that you're going to be making it to heaven. Read Hebrews, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't going to do it. I mean, just read Hebrews. That's it. But you can read a lot of other things that describe that in great detail. But the point is, we have to stop, drop, and roll. We have to say, all right, I'm I'm tired of all the nonsense coming at me. Just like you said, give it a break, detox a bit, and and realize what we're really supposed to be here for. Enjoy yourself, but enjoy yourself in knowing that you're working towards God and Jesus Christ. We were talking about the segment of the you know, lukewarm and what that really means, because these people think that they're absolutely so smart because they're middle of the world people. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all these choices they can yep. make. You know, I don't have to believe in your God, but I can still believe in, you know, the sanctity of the Constitution. Well, no, you can't, sense. because <laughs> the sanctity of the Constitution is centered and, and grounded in God. OK, so you can't, you know, have one without the others. <clears throat> and if you think you can, what's going to happen is that even if everything were to work out, which is not going to work out like that for those reasons, that right. one generation from now, it'll all be back. One generation, it'll all be back. Right. Poof. Because you're not going to be so solid in it that you're going to teach your children. Right. Uh-oh, did I just say something? We got to teach our children to be righteous. Yes. With God unto Jesus Christ. We have to teach them. And you we have do. to do that all the time you know when you look back at the hebrew as they were going originally trying to get everything working out the way they wanted to i mean really look at history not you know real history look at it and you're gonna have to look even harder and that's still kind of like that they still have the remnants of it right they had all the gradle tradle flatle all these things i mean they were in religious school for a long 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 time now it's all about Torah, 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 Shmar, and you know, those that don't, that are non-Messianic Jews, those that have not given themselves to Jesus Christ. You know, they're still doing all the old uh, nonsense of the old covenant. Well, the old covenant is, it's not done away with. It is obsolete. And that's, Hebrew says that. And you can't have one and be in the other. At the same time, not allowed. Hebrew says that. People need to understand that too. But there is a lot of delusion within the religious sections because they don't want us to get centered around God and to Jesus Christ. They don't want us to do that. Well, because we become powerful in the real truth of it all. And we not only become powerful, we realize when you look over at the other person staring at you, that's your brother or your sister. Right. And actual blood. I think I think with, people with DNA that if you looked deep enough, you would show a connection. Regardless, yep. we are all of it. So it's super important for us to again take a breath, smile, knowing God. You know, 
What is it? Be still and know that I am the Lord. Listen for that ever so small voice. Unfortunately, some people might have to wait a bit. They've, they've went too far in the middle of the lukewarm. The long road back. All I have to do is believe. Well, yeah, but I mean, I understand that that isn't probably what you think it is. <laughs> it's not like believing in Santa. Well, yeah, here's you the really thing. You really believe in Santa, you have to be moved to the North Pole, okay? You would have moved there already to be Wait. kissing Santa and, and loving on Santa. I don't see you moving there yet. No, because you actually don't believe in that garbage. You know, when I, I, mean, I when I started to spiritually awake and like kind of even now, like I just don't. You know, I'm not into the things that I used to be. I'm not out drinking like a fish. I'm not out spending money on stupid shit to to keep up with the Joneses. And I don't have to have, you know, this designer bag to keep up with the Joneses. And I just don't care. You don't care. You're not conforming to the things of this world, right? And there's a difference. Those are very good cues. And no pun intended with cue. But those are very good cues to show you that you're starting to see what the truth really is. Yep. There's all of that crap is of the world. Yep. Not one flipping thing of that can you take with you. And if you hold to it in any way, in any form, you probably ain't going to fit through the eye of the needle. Yep. That's all there is to it. Again, we're, we're referencing scripture. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> but you see that you've pe- been deluded you in thinking this. that. Right, your your toil, you're toiling right. away, but for no reason. So they give you a reason. Your reason is to shop and spend. Mm-hmm. No, and here's the cool part. I guess the economy is part of that reason, but people are not buying like they're supposed to. I believe I'm not sure yet. But this this well, credit card debt has gone up exponentially. You got to remember, there's a third of the population here in the United States that are foobars for the most part. Yeah, they're absolutely bonkers. And, you know, they'll run all their credit cards up to a gazillion because, well, now, you know, I can't get my student loan, you know, wiped out. (laughs) Well, no. And you believe that they do that. (laughs) You got to stop worrying about all that stuff. Money can't buy happiness. I mean, we know that's true, but, boy, it's hard pressed to really put that to play. Absolutely. Things don't have to be great to be good. No, they don't. You don't have to live in a palace to have good things. In fact, if you live in a palace, you probably ought to look around and say, wait a minute, I'm being tested here. What am I supposed to do with this stuff? Right. And if you kick it to the side and say, ah, so, you know, God wants me to be rich. Benny Hinn, you know, told me so. Or Kenneth Copeland told me so. Or all the rest of those nitwits told me so. You ain't going to be going where I'm going. <laughs> that's what jesus and, and john said to the pharisees they're rich people the pharisees were very high up in the social network of rome they were extremely wealthy jesus told them you ain't gonna be going where i'm going they probably jaw dropped on the floor if you read some of the other parts of john they're talking amongst each other the pharisees we got to get after this one because people are going to start following him that's what they said isn't that crazy? They're worried because he's telling the truth. They know what the truth really is, but they don't want it to. So that's what we're experiencing now in reality. 
Oh, 100%. You tell the people the truth, they don't want to hear it. Right. And people have been so programmed that, you know, this has gone on for so long. We're up to the wire, right? People are starting to see, oh my God, we don't have election integrity. And people are freaking out, right? Because they're really starting to see that we are, you know, essentially looking like a communist country. I mean, we have you know, a dictator is the faux president and it's obvious. I've been screaming communism for almost three years now. Like everything that happened with COVID, all of it, it. (laughs) you know, and it's like, so people are starting to see it. It's an amazing thing that people are starting to wake up, but it's like, you've got to take that step to grow your faith. Every time. Every day. And we have to we have to get mad when we realize that oh, all black people are bad if you're white. Uh, <clears throat> or something like that. You have to get mad because you've been taught that. Oh yeah, I know. I, I went down to well, those I neighborhoods but I know, and really bad. Yeah. You have but people that have is, been programmed. Yeah, those neighborhoods are bad. Those neighborhoods are bad. And they've been also deceived. Absolutely. And just Taxing everybody isn't the way to fix everyone's ills. Yeah. What was it? Johnson, right? LBJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was, he initially had a good heart, but his whole program to turn to shit. And this, you know, still results in all the nonsense we had today. What, but he used a way to manipulate people by, you know, telling them we, we're the ones that have to fix you and here's some money. And if you don't, you know, suck up to us, we're probably not going to give them out. It's disgusting. It really wouldn't be us not giving you the money. It's the white guy. (laughs) It is disgusting how they have race-baited all of this. It's disgusting. People don't even know what Malcolm X said, for crying out loud. He hated the establishment. He He sure did. That's why they killed him. Right. And he was starting to come around. But Black Panthers and all the mayhem and the nonsense. It didn't matter because they just shot it. So you individually yep. have to be strong in this. You can't have a leader bring you nope. everywhere you need to go. Nope. That's just nonsense. Nope. And the scriptures, that's why we have the, the new covenant. We have it with Jesus Christ. I talked about And this. he says, it's you that are responsible. You Jesus know doesn't have to overcome this world. He already did, first off. Proves that out. Secondly, God doesn't need to overcome this world. It's us. And 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 we don't need a leader. We need we need the the leading energy in our own body, mind, heart, and soul. Because if you're not a leader, well, I'm there's I hear people, oh, I'm not a leader, I'm a follower. Oh, so you're forever deceived. Thank you very much. You'll never be happy. You'll always be told what to do and how to think. Now, I think the way I want to, I doubt it. (laughs) I mean, being smug isn't going to help you. In fact, it's just being smug makes it easier for Satan to manipulate you. So much easier. When's the last time you hugged someone that you would never touch before even look at? And then say, I want things to be better. So That's what we got to do. It's it's funny that you are kind of going this direction because on Sunday I woke up with spirit on my mind, right? 
and it was talking about we have been um we have been this we've been deceived number one but the whole sheep right and like you know we're we're it's a sheep and we have shepherds and all of this so I was did a little bit of you know research did dove into some scripture and I came up I kind of got this I don't know if it was it was not a spirit talking to me or what but it's this came to me it's I it, it just as I'm saying it this is how it came to me so for those who love to finger point this is of the enemy do not blame the sheep, blame the shepherds. They are the corrupt ones, saith the Lord. So then I was like, oh my God, let me go research. So I came up with Jeremiah. Jeremiah 10, 21 says, for the shepherds have become stupid and they have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they have not prospered and all their flock is scattered. Right. He's talking about the church. Yep. He's talking about the elders. He's talking yep. about the proverbial holy men. Yep. But it's that other part that says we don't wrestle in flesh. We wrestle the princes and principalities. We yes. do not wrestle human flesh. Yes. <laughs> because they're our brothers and sisters. Yes. So let me go further. And Jeremiah that's, 23. That's Jeremiah 23, verse 2. Therefore, thus says the Lord, God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who are attending to my people, you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not attended to them. Behold, I am about to attend to you for your evil, um, for uh, I am about to attend to you for the evil of your deeds, declares the Lord. Yep, because when Christ comes back <clears throat> there's going to be a hierarchy of things that occur mm -hmm. and ministers that have gone astray pastors preachers deacons pick one that have mm -hmm. sold their birthright for a sandwich is that's exactly what's going to happen to him he's going to go scorched earth and jesus has, or god has said that about um Edom, right? Because Edom was mad because he sold right. his birthright for a sandwich, and then he yes. started paying worship to really, and God just scorched earth with that boy because he tried, tried really hard to get a hold of him to have him repent and move forward. He wouldn't do it. He kept scorched earth. So all of those that are to be leading us because we want leaders, right? We're we're, we're built for that. Unfortunately, we got to get rid of that concept we have to stop thinking we need a leader in order to right. do anything that's ridiculous right we need to be the leaders exactly every day you wake up you pray what do you i need to do stop. how do i need to fix yep. this every time so and then I, so i go ahead i i extrapolated this okay kind of where you're where you're going with this that we have to step up we have to be the ones that lead ourselves we have put in uh we have put our trust into these shepherds if you will take it out of the church for a second let's look at it from a government standpoint or let's look at it from even who you follow right 
And so we've put stock into these people who are shepherds. If we're following them and we're sheep, then they're the shepherds, right? It's just a met, like I'm just saying metaphorically speaking, um, you know, they've been corrupted and, you know, we've trusted these people and they've been corrupted and now, you know, and so the reason this all came about, uh, came to me was because the day before I kept seeing, you know, all of these you know, it's the blame game. Oh, you, 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 you sheep, you sheep, you sheep, this sheep, that here's a news flash. We've all been sheep. Every well, single are, one of us. According to the scripture. We absolutely. Are. We are <laughs> so it's like, we are, we are the last. Yes. <clears throat> yes. We are, so, we are the servant. And, and so, that's what we're supposed to be here. We can't be. He said the kingdom is before you now. Yes. And it is you have to realize that. Not somebody that's going to tell you about that because Jesus already told us that. Yep. Kingdom is before you now. And so he's telling us from that one powerful statement is that wipe the snot out of your eyes and look at what really is there. Mm-hmm. And start going towards it, start being a part of it, start being, that's your birthright. Yeah. Don't sell it for a sandwich or a hot dog. Oh <laughs> I'm my not God, letting go of absolutely that. not. But it's like, you, you, you see this, you know, oh, these sheep, these sheep, and it's always like, and it's like, wait a minute, you know, we've gotten so, you know, we're all corrupt. We've all been corrupted. We we're sheep. We've been all been corrupted by the enemy somehow. Right. And we've gotten so far away from the characteristics of Jesus Christ, which is love and compassion and, and having, you know, your, your, uh, your, your fellow, you know, your fellow humanity's best interest. Yeah, Yeah. Conviction, all of these things. Right. And so it's like, Ah, you know, it's like there was a, (sighs) I was watching some news thing because, you know, I do keep my eyes open about stuff. And it was a person that had in the back of their pickup truck, a Trump 2024 flag, one of these great big ones. And there's a person that went up into the truck to try to rip the flag down. Oh, gee. And. They kept saying he was a veteran. He was a veteran. What the stupid part was is that there's two police officers there that when the man that owns the truck, therefore owns the flag, tried to get into the bed of his truck to stop this nitwit who is a veteran. They kept saying he's a veteran, he's a veteran, he's a veteran. Tried to get in his truck. The police grabbed him and pulled him back out of his own damn truck. So we have to watch. We can't We can't utilize the you know, the proverbial law enforcement to guide us, they have been corrupted. All of them? Probably not. A lot of them? Yeah. And then is there, you know, we, I think we talked about this before. I know we have, if you're a part of a group and a small majority of your group is out just doing really rotten, absolutely nasty things, like killing someone because you're pissed off or arresting when there's not one you don't not following any of the laws rules whatever 
and you sit and do nothing, I'm sorry, you're complicit. It's called depraved indifference. This is a construct of the law. It's, it's built right from common law. You can't sit there. And this comes from scripture. You can't just sit there and watch people getting screwed up under all this nonsense. You have to act. So that's what we're telling people. It's, it, the time is now. That's in the scripture. It says that time is now. Giddy up. Go. And uh, we have to realize, we have to tell other people the stuff too, because there's a lot of lukewarms. The way I see lukewarm, there's a dividing line, you know, that on the other side of the line is God into Jesus Christ. And the other line, once you cross it, you're absolutely the same territory. But then there's this big rift in between. And in between in the in-between of this rift, there's a there's a middle marker. And if you lean towards Satan, coming back is very, very, very difficult. Not because you can't, because you don't want to. But there's a whole bunch of people in that half section that's on the the nearer to God that. section. Oh, that's fine. The nearer to God section that we gotta reach. <clears throat> I think, you know, the first first things first, let's reach the ones that are reachable. Yep. If you want to follow Jesus Christ's example, which that's what we're supposed to be doing. God unto Jesus Christ, follow his example. Okay. He never went after the worst of the worst, right? Did he try to convince the Pharisees? Absolutely. And spent all kinds of time with them before he gave himself up to their stupidity? No, he didn't. They would come and he would <clears throat> read scripture to them to show them that he knew what he was talking about and they should therefore change their mind. But he didn't really try to get on, sit down with them and chitty chat and all this stuff. But there are a lot of Pharisees that were in groups listening because they were reporting back and they're just being told jag bags. Because again, the Torah isn't what's important. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus at the time. Christ soon. Yeah. Anyhow, we have to reach the ones that are reachable. So that's Jesus's. That's how what's what he did. He reached those that were willing to hear. I'm not saying don't go after the ones that are about ready to step off into the land of Satana, but I'm saying that probably not first, okay, right? Save the ones you can save, and I'm not saying that we're saving them, but you in, 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 engage the ones you can engage safely and good and, and bring them back. And then now you're going to have more people to be able to do that with those that are going to be a lot more resistant. Because there's people killing people, right? The whole healthcare industry, doctors, nurses, I'm sorry, nurses too, they're all complicit in those actions of all those deaths and all the miscarriages and all the cancer and all the nonsense that's going on now. They have to take responsibility for it. And if you know nurses and doctors can hear me, stop. You know better. Smartest people on the planet, stop. Repent now. Atone for your sin by jumping on the side of righteousness and start bringing out, you know, all the the death and dismemberment that we're having in our healthcare system. Hmm. I mean, they're doing it in school districts. They're taking over school boards and they're moving forward with that. Pissing off Mama Barry, you know, that does a lot. But the schools aren't killing people necessarily. It's a prelude, and don't get me wrong, that's not the, you know, 
we just talked about do do what you can do first. But the hospital is going to have to be shut down. We got to stop killing people oh, and call I'm them healthcare. So because there's a whole I, lot of profit. Hey, I meant to tell you. I, I didn't get a chance to send this to you before we started, but I guess there is a, a documentary out there now. Um, a couple people have yeah, sent this to me. It's called "Died Suddenly." Yeah, that's. I went to. That's why I decided to do some trolling uh, Sunday morning on Stu Peters. Uh, uh huh. What do you think of Telegram Stu Peters? What do you think of him? I uh, I think he's a he will break. He'll punch you in the face, and he is. I don't think he's nefarious at all. I think yeah. he tries to expose all the bad stuff. Yeah. And he'll punch you right in the face. So he's not a likable guy if you're looking for prim and proper. No. If you're looking for prim and proper, you're probably right there in the middle of the lukewarm section. Yeah. <laughs> you need help. <laughs> not not him. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But he I was going hardcore there, truth. Him. He gives the hard yeah, like no chaser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do for I love everything he says and I worship him? No, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. But I mean, I know that he because he's so big in terms of followers. There's a lot of you know trolls. There's goofies on there, and I just trolled mm-hmm. a bunch of the goobers. It was, Sometimes uh, it's fun. Well, I'm just Especially, all I'm doing is I'm absolutely talking to scripture, talking man, God. That wakes up a lot of people. Yeah, yes. absolutely. 100%. Yep. Me too. I've been doing that lately. I'm telling you. Because if you don't, first off, if you don't, the trolls will talk against and try to convince people otherwise that are in that lukewarm territory that they can be convinced of pretty much anything as long as you give them a sandwich. I was you know, don't be. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, you know, it is. You got to be careful who you follow, you know. Definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, necessarily look at Sue Peters. I just, I knew mm-hmm. that if I was going to go there, because he just put that movie out, right. that there was going to be a whole lot of hoopla going on. And I was, you know, not disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go and, and check so I that out. There, pop, pop. I'll give you who my name is there on there and you can read it. But Send I me. Give it yeah. to everybody no, because, don't give it every day. Everybody's going to try to PM me. I already get enough of that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. There's a girl. No, no, send it to me know. because maybe I'll block, jump block, block. on. Love it. There you go. Hey, we're at war. Yeah. We are at we war, are at war, and the scripture are the scripture. It's our era. It's a sword. It's our yeah, eras. It's, it's, it's our crazy. sword. It's everything. Yeah. This is a spiritual war. This is spiritual warfare. You know, it is I was bad. naive. I was very naive thinking that. Oh man, everybody's for America. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, everybody's for God. Yeah. Uh, no. So there's people that might be your neighbor. <laughs> it. Oh, I got. I mean, you know I, I talk. I'm in You've a small gotta... town, so that's there's not a lot of, <clears throat> you know, uh, way out there. At least yeah. they're not highly vocal. 
Yeah. But now this little small town has become apparently widely, highly known to, you know, California, you know, all kinds of, because they're moving here in droves. Our town of 3,000 is now about 8,000 in just a year. And it ain't stopping. They're, the builders and the guys that do stuff like that, they're hopping because all the new people moving in. Property sales are, you know, property here, when I bought here, 700 an acre. Now it's 5,700 an acre. And going up at an exponential rate. I mean, that's a lot of money. <clears throat> and these people that are poor and destitute here, or they're going like, woohoo, you know, because they can sell their property. The problem they don't realize is that, well, now <laughs> when you go to buy something, it's going to be what you got per acre for years. Yep. And you're going to have to spend that much or more for something else. Yep. So it's, it's not, you know, people get short sighted in that. They, we need to hunker down, but that's not how that works, people. Like you said, the guy's like, you know, these people went bought cars and they didn't get paid off. Well, because you didn't do it for the right reason, first no. off. Secondly, <laughs> that's not what it's for. No. That's not what it's for. It's not for you to get one up on the system. You it's know, for you to take the system down. We got. Take we got, it down and destroy it so we you can rebuild back, it properly. You went back uh, to that conversation, and I'm glad you did because I wanted the the whole Nasara. It's actually a bill. It's a bill. It's actually you can look it up on the government website. I'm trying to look it up uh, here. Uh, it's in the um, it's in a library. Uh, I want to say it's the Treasury Library, if I'm not mistaken. But any reasonable about- person. Yeah, I mean, you have to be reasonable. Don't it's tell not, me you're reasonable. It's not that not. it doesn't exist. It was any reasonable person, regardless what the name is. Yep. this can't sustain. We no. cannot have this large amount of fake paper money debt nope. in this country and with people. And we can't keep having. They're taxing everybody in this country thirty-five to thirty-seven percent. No nation in the world of the history of the world has ever survived 30% taxation. No. Ever. Ever. And we're at 36, 35, 36%. It's, you can't do that because they're going, well, whatever. It's just paper money. But it's not, you know, it's real. It makes you work. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only valuable thing in this whole world ain't gold and it's not silver. And it's certainly not that green, crappy ass paper. It's your labor. The only thing yep. that makes things happen is you. Yep. And let's get back. Let's tie that back into God and Jesus Christ. The only thing that's going to bring you the truth is you. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only thing that has any re. Yeah. Exactly. It's the yes. only thing that has any value. That gold. Can you eat gold? I'm not. I know there's drinks that have it in there. I'm not talking about can you. You know, you could probably eat plastic chips and say, "Ooh, look, I did it." No. Can you actually eat it and survive with it? No. Will it build? your house if that's no one gave a crap about gold no it's just piece it's just a metal in the ground it doesn't mean anything just because it was coveted doesn't mean anything was was it a trade an item of trade back during jesus's time and before yeah sure was did did that mean jesus ordained it no he said give back to caesar what caesar's Mm -hmm. and he didn't mean it you know give your money to the government he didn't mean that he said give it back yeah think about that for a minute what does that mean give it back and it doesn't mean give your money to the government it absolutely doesn't mean that because no. jesus paid head taxes in the temples so that's not what it means 
So what, what does it mean to give back to Caesar what Caesar's? His whole stupid value system and then Nasera, at least what I've read about, it's the only way to do that. Totally wipe it all out. Yep. Yep. Give it back. Absolutely. Give it back to the World Bank. Here. Exactly. Here's your useless paper stuff. See ya. What about exactly. this big debt you owe us? Oh, by the way, we gave it back to you. <laughs> no, the whole you the concept it. it makes sense. And you know, when you understand that we've been slaves to the Federal Reserve and why there are leaders across the world that have lost their lives because they did not want to join the central banks. Hmm. It's hard. It's, again, that now we're talking, we'll go back to the middle of the road people, the lukewarms. It's so hard for them to, because they go like, wait a minute, I've been watching TV all my life. Are you trying to tell me that those actors pretty much every one of them and the people I watch in the news channels, pretty much every one of them, they're all bad actors and under some kind of control and, or bought into this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and so when I look at these, I look at the police officers and I see them arresting people without proper constitutional authority. And I watch Congress and, and, and my local political leader people, you know, making mistakes of the constitution They've been, you know, bought into the nonsense. Yeah, that's right. Like you said, it's in my church, my minister, my pastor says once saved, always saved, or follow the Torah, or, <clears throat> you know, go ahead. God wants you to be wealthy. Go ahead. Just do what you got to do to get wealthy. <clears throat> they bought into, yeah, that's right. And how do I know that? How do you know that? Because I've read the scriptures, first off, and I read it for understanding. I didn't read it how fast I could read it. I'm not a speed reader by any means. I can barely read. <clears throat> but you can't speed read the Bible. It is no. designed and set up to confuse the wicked. So if you don't get it, ding, 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 ding. You're part of that group that needs to read it and slow down. Listen for that ever so small voice, devoid of the nonsense and start. But it's going to take a long time. That's right. Of course it is. Because if you never do it, you ain't going to make it. Well, I believe in God. Do you? Because then you'd read the scriptures if you did. Simple as that. John 1, 1. <clears throat> the word is good. The word is of God. The word is God. Now, if that doesn't get you to read in the book, you don't believe in God. But I do. Really? <laughs> you couldn't. Like I said, if you believed in Santa, you would have moved to the North Pole right next to the Santa's village. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you, right? If you believed in having all this. Now, there's people that do that. They believe in all this money. What do they do? Some guy, some guy goes like, I'm going to go across the country and I'm going to have seminars. Holy shit, $1,500, $5,000 a plate to sit down and listen to someone tell you how to, you know, wrestle money out of the stock market but you don't want to read the bible you're probably not going to go where i'm going i mean judge don't judge judge not this is judge not lest you be judged right so if you judge rightly <laughs> then you're going to be judged rightly so great i'm all good with that no, there's a lot of judgy, judgy, judge. judgy stuff going on, I'll tell you that. 
Oh, right. If you don't want to judge me rightly, it's coming at you. Trust me. Well, because <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with all that nonsense. Well, and then it's this, you know, oh man, there's just, I just see a lot of hypocrisy and it's not just coming from the left. <laughs> okay. Oh no, because again, when you said that everything's been infiltrated, everything, everything, yep, schools, public schools, universities, the whole educational institution, <clears throat> healthcare, yep. pharmacy, yep, everything with equipment and hospitals, yep. and, and therefore doctors and nurses, all of it, <clears throat> government, of course, every every facet, every three-letter agency, organization, anything that's been written down in that construct has been infiltrated. The law itself has been totally screwed up. And, and Can you go to a court yourself and win? Good luck. Yeah. Because it's been changed in a way that you can't even represent yourself and do it successfully. It's all infiltrated. Judges, are they? Yeah, well, my God, attorneys, holy crap. They're only good 40 feet down. Yeah. It's the whole system. So if I go to my church, yeah, that's, I mean, our all church. No, I'm not trying to say everyone, but in those areas that we just mentioned, about 99%. Because first off, those that claim to be righteous in those organizations that haven't, you know, just pile drove every piece of garbage that they, their cohort into the ground. Well, I'm sorry, you're complicit. You're depraved indifference. And you're just making your money, you know, biting out your time until retirement. And then you can go la, 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 la. Nope. Because we're all going to know where you're from. You don't, you can't run from God. You can't. All that comes to an atonement. Yeah, but Jesus said he forgave my sins. He did. But you, if you follow unto him. And to follow unto him, you would say, give back to Caesar with Caesar. You'd be doing all these things that the scriptures show that you would be doing. And that Paul wrote about, by the way, a lot of people want to sidestep all that. <clears throat> you would do all those things. But to not do them, you're not a believer. Because that's a proof, right? You're, they say the fruits, and I get it. So you can't have fruits without works. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just a fruit. You're not just a fruit, are you? I, I'd said that to somebody a while back, and they were... You're not happy. <laughs> so, well, if you don't have works and you say it's only fruit, then what do you tell and tell me? You're just a fruit. Anyways, I thought it was dang funny, but, you know, just yeah, the nonsense, it's... the hypocrisy that, like you said, because they're deceived. Yep. And those that don't love the truth are deluded. God said, I'm going to give you delusions if you don't want to know the truth. Well, God would never harm us. He doesn't. But if you're so damn stupid, to act, to throw it back in his face instead of just making you puff into scorched earth, he's going to make it difficult for you. That's the way it is. He said he wouldn't flood the earth again because he saw, even though that he, there was no way to fix the nonsense, it was just people are gone too far. So you know from that alone that as a human species, we were capable of going where no man's ever gone before. We're not talking about you know, the moon. No. We're talking about all kinds of places of all levels of debauchery, sin, mayhem, hurt, pain, just absolute, you know, there's no more value systems except for wealth. 
Yep. And it, it just can't happen any other way. Wealth or position, one of those two, you know. But it just we kind of we got to let that go. So that's the hardest part for a lot of middle of the road people, because they're like they're middle class. Mm-hmm. I, you know, things are hard, but I do have my you know thirty two hundred square foot home. I got my three car garage. I have a you know a sports car sitting there that I work on once in a while. I'm going to take it to the you know fairgrounds, do some burnouts and show off and. I got a Subaru and a, you know, an SUV of some kind. And, and you know, I made it as far as everyone keeps telling me. I've, I'm, I'm pretty good. I've graduated from a particular university. I'm well-liked in the neighborhood, more or less. <clears throat> I've, uh, I give down at the, you know, the homeless shelter every once in a while. I give a few dollars to, you know, what was that, Salvation Army and all that. That doesn't mean anything. All that stuff is nothing, nothing burgers. I just don't know why anyone would, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm still hung up on this. I went and got a car. Whose fault is that? <laughs> that's, um, that's Q's fault. Cause you went out and bought a car. You see what I'm saying? It's like, let me go do this and I'm going to blame somebody else. And that's what, you know, which leads me into this next thing. Accountability. Accountability. Accountability is important because that was one thing that Satan didn't want to do. Absolutely. That's the the unforgivable. Mm -hmm. That's the unforgivable sin. Lack of accountability. He was. very prideful and would not take accountability to what was asked of him. And and then he turned it around and warred with, you know, the father laws, God. Mm -hmm. So that's an unforgivable sin to not be accountable and to be accountable to what is important because Satan makes a lot of options for people to be accountable. Like I said, middle-class. I've, yep. I've got a big house, or, you know, reasonably good size home, but I'm never rich enough because, you know, I watched the rich, the, the show called the rich and the famous. And, you know, I have a 32 foot Chris craft, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. those guys got 320 foot yada yada CC. So I'm poor. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so poor. Uh, I'm so disenfranchised. Right. You know, it, uh, and your kids are running around trying to turn themselves into something else. I don't know what the data is because there's not a lot of good data on it, but I bet you the middle class that are in that, you know, upwardly traveling ladder system that their children are the, they're the Antifa. They're the white little dirt bags that put black hoods on their head and go out and create mayhem, beat up grandmas. They're the transgender nitwits. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're the ones fighting for LBTQ crap. They're they're certainly not leading this country to a righteous no. position. No, they're not. The middle class, I'm sorry, needs to be destroyed, not because of it's a middle class, but because they ain't doing anything with their position. They are not taking accountability. Well, I work hard. By the time I get home, it's 7.30 at night. I don't have time to spend with my kids. That's why we have them in the, you know, the the after school clubs which you know the 
those Satan after school Satan clubs are getting kind of popular. I keep hearing about more and more schools that are espousing that. And I'm like, how can that be? Do your kids really give a rip if you're actually wealthy? But in their school system, they probably do because that's the that's the problem is that everyone thinks that that's something. Right. And it is nothing. It is the opposite of nothing. Give back to Caesar what Caesar's. Your wealth literally doesn't come from money. It comes from God under Jesus Christ. Yes. And that's an awakening that's hard felt. You literally have to get rid of your shit. And you it's gonna you can't just begin believing in God and go into a church that, you know, let's say you give a ten thousand dollar donation to because you make, you know, half a million a year, ten thousand dollars, that's not that much money, right? So and this church is like gilded with gold and all this nonsense. And what's his face up there? Oldstein is just glorious. It's such a beautiful, it's awe-inspiring place with this huge. What were the first churches? The real churches, not the church developed by Paul, but the real churches. They were just outside gatherings of people going yep. and creating that spiritual connection that drove them to bring about this absolute change in their body and their mind and their soul towards God unto Jesus Christ. So if your church is massive and huge and their parking lot's packed full of people, I would wonder, is that really the place you want to be? If you're really trying to get a spiritual connection to God, that's probably not the place to go. You now, know, the truth is, I don't go to church. Not, amen. Not we talked like about church. this on the very first podcast, you and I. Yeah, I don't, I don't refrain from going to church because I don't like putting an offering plate. I don't go to church because this is corrupted. The church has failed. And I it know has this. failed. And for me to for me to sit there and listen to someone that knows less about the scriptures than I do, I have a problem with that. And then the congregation listens and they do a few things and they get in their cars and go back home and take off their Sunday best again. To me, that's just like, did you guys do you guys realize what's happening in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, I go to church because uh, that'll get me into heaven. That's no different than worshiping the Torah. I ain't going to get you there. Well, and, and you know, me. I mean, not not that I want to. I'm and look, because I I have look, I I know people. I have friends that are, you know, and that's I, I'm not judging. Do your thing. I've always been that way. Do your thing. Um, it's not my it's not my life, and. It, it, it's not my it's not my place to judge okay but at the end of the day when you have churches that have this these you know flags and whatnot out of it like it, it it's just like what <laughs> do you know what i'm saying it's like when you walk around you walk around you gotta look at things like this and you can see the symbolism you know it, it's it, and even like in the catholic church there's so much satanic symbolism in the catholic church we know that it's pretty bad it for a very long time yeah. yeah catholicism is trying to redo itself a little bit and distance itself trying to say that uh protestantism couldn't possibly be is it's not as old as catholicism and all this nonsense and Protestantism is not a thing so much as it became known as 
So anyways, <clears throat> you can't, we can't just sit here and do nothing and sit on your thumbs and you go to this, you know, temple and that's all you do. Well, that part, I, the thing that I wrote, go ahead. Well, it's like, you know, the whole thing about, well, you know, people have their opinions about how I go about praying, you know, and, you know, meditation, you know, meditation, all of this. Now, I've talked about this, like the, the, the enemy has, has infiltrated all aspects of everything, right? Including spirituality. And he's taken things there and he's twisted it too to make it look like it's witchcraft or whatever. So we have to use discernment, okay? And that doesn't happen just nilly-willy. Like you have to literally, you know, it's kind of like I look at the six months that I took off from just, I really did. I shut everything out. I shut everyone out. There were certain people that I talked to because they knew what I was going through. And they would keep me informed, you know, of certain things. Like if something, you know, was really important, they'd let me know. But I mean, I didn't do podcasts for six months. I really didn't do anything for six months um, other than just praying and 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 you looking at the scripture and just really just diving in and making that that commitment to do that, right? And I'm like, I'm here to tell you, going to church on Sunday, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. No. It's not going to give you can it be? Could that it be? spiritual discernment. I'll tell you that Absolutely. right now. It should be enough, but it is. It's not. You have to, you, you have to, um, you have to connect to God and whatever that is, prayer, meditation, whatever you call it. and. And meditation, we already debunked that. That's already that's in the scriptures. So, hello. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, I tell you. Well, the concept of meditation, people try to get, you know, they're thinking, oh, yeah, well, the Dalai Lama and all that nonsense. And I get that. I mean. <laughs> I just think there's truth, in, a lot there's of truth in everything. It's our job to be able to use our discernment in order to figure that out. And what right. works for me every... may not work for someone else, and that's fine. But who created every little way of things to be done? It's God. But he said, all yes. right, do good with all of it. And that's where, you know, Satan's decided, no, I'm not going to. Yep. There's just a lot of judgy, judgy, judgy going on. And a lot of people vibing in their egos thinking they know everything, and they don't. If you are all about the ego, you're definitely uh, connected to spirit. I'll tell you that right now. 100% because you're not. to be able to be, to that's where that actual scriptural judge, not lest you be judged. That's what that means. Don't go around flamboyantly and hypocritically putting yourself in all these positions that you don't even know what that means. Right. Read the scripture first. It's there's proverbs. There's a bunch of other areas that say you know, basically don't you know if you don't know stuff, don't open your mouth and prove it to everybody. <laughs> right. And it's not a Chinese proverb. That's in proverbs, although it's probably a Chinese proverb too. But I mean, 
where did it first all originate? Where's all this data and knowledge of how things go originate? Start reading the scriptures. Oh, that's just a book. That's just a book. They've been rewriting ever since forever. I'm going to tell you right now, John said, it. the word is good and the word is God. They will never change it so much as to take people and turn them away from him. Now, some of the versions might require more discernment, mm -hmm. and that might be a challenge. If you want to read the new NIV or the whatever versions, you might have a harder time with discernment. Why would you do that, first off? And like, oh, well, but, but don't get so – there's so many versions. And I'm yeah. not going to say the one that I read, but I'm on my third version. King James first, Aramaic of the Peshitta, Pesha, Pesha, or whatever, old school Aramaic, which I thought was decent, but it's still missing a lot of stuff. Have you ever, uh, have you heard of the Sifr? Mm -mm. I'll send that to you. No. Um, a friend of mine, um, sent that to me and the one i'm reading right now is the person had and it's a group of people person mm -hmm. headed it up they're trying to really look at all the old old you know geneva text all the way back which the geneva text was prior to <clears throat> anything catholicism came out with by the way geneva text is protestantism <laughs> blows their concepts out of the water <clears throat> anyhow and i'm not a protestant by any means i just all the nonsense fighting back and forth was stupid but uh you know they're going back to stuff that was written around 1200 13 14 and trying to figure out what is actually being said because the original tablets that were given by god and by the angels to the Hebrew originally, and Abraham, it's not there. They've destroyed, or we don't have any access to them. And not until the first captivity of the Canaanites in about 1200 uh, BC, or something like that, that there was actually a written word on paper, parchment. Those parchment didn't exist prior to that. It really wasn't a thing unless you were extremely of wealth. Well, the Hebrew was, they're not rich people back when they first got started. They were reasonably poor. Mm -hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> that's the one I'm reading. And I, I'm not trying to get people to read. I'm not going to even say the name of it. But read. Pick one up and read it. Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, pick one up and get to it's read it. It's the and truth. Then, Start a study group. It's, and I'm, it's you know hard. what? I'm, I'm, it's it's wild that you said that because I'm actually going to start doing that. Um, a friend of mine, Phil, is just um, man. When it comes to the Bible, he's just he on it, right? So I'm like, come on, let's start a Bible study and we'll do a podcast. And you know. I'm going to have a couple of people on. You're more than welcome to come on. We can just kind of just have a conversation. I think that will have, have to be good, video. Because... A good time helping people. To... Yeah. yeah. A good yeah. time helping people to figure it out. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's really what this is all about. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't, 
I'm pretty well versed on scriptures, but I don't like pick out sections and pieces. I'm not that good. And I don't think I'll ever get that good in terms of I live what I've read. And so anytime you come across the concept or idea is familiar. Right. So it's just, it's like wearing a particular type of clothing, blue jeans, you know, I know what they are. I know what they feel like. I know what they look like. I know, you know. I, I can't you know, say, oh, you know Levi's you are the only it, blue jeans. Find it. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've got That's my books are written all full of notes and and all kinds of placards and all kinds of note papers. And yeah, I well, I read, I read thoroughly, but I don't always read to go like, well, that section one, verse three. No. Okay. I don't, I'm not trying to read it like that. I'm trying to read it for what in the world does this mean? How does this tie together? And how can I live this life with this in mind? Yeah. So it's for me, I'm not trying to remember every verse and every chapter. Because then I'll start losing. It'll be like a memorization tool for me. <clears throat> and I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I did that through college. <laughs> so <laughs> Until I got a certain part, then I could stop. Because I don't like that. I don't like. Uh, you know, memory cards and memory, you know, just, yeah, I want to know it. Yeah. Well, and, you got to apply it, right? That's what's important. Yeah. And that's the whole, that's, that's the power it's supposed to be. Absolutely. We're supposed and, to apply it. And this is not scripted guys. So we're just going off spirit, right? Our conversation with spirits going to bring time. into the conversation. And so you had talked about Hebrews earlier, right? And so we were mm-hmm. also talking about the importance of con- accountability and how that's also in the word of God. So everywhere <laughs> Hebrew <laughs> Hebrews 10 verses 24, 25 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one each, one another, excuse me, encourage one another and all as you see the day approaching. So what is exactly. your interpretation of that? Well, the Hebrews was written to the Hebrews. To, yes. And when I say written to the Hebrews, it was written to the highly dogmatic Hebrew. The one that didn't want to bring about the new concepts of Jesus Christ. They were very Um, solidified in their thinking. They were Pharisee-based, Torah-based. And he was trying to get them to realize that you can't, because in those systems, the ministers and priests are way above, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, rank and file people. mm -hmm. And he's saying that you can't do that. You can't have caste. You can't have echelons of groups of people. You can't have division. You cannot separate the body of Christ. What do we have? It doesn't work. It destroys but, it. But so he was saying, have? everybody's got to help. Well, we got all of that. Exactly. We, yeah. Woo. We have to realize the church is the church has lost its way. Mm-hmm. Whether it started. You know, it's nothing started the day before yesterday. The church has been having difficulty ever since Paul started the first churches, right? He had to send Timothy out to lay down the law. He really did. That's true. We talked about that. The first 
you know, you talk about feminism as a divisive tool to separate society. Well, that actually happened. That was the first church. The feminism is not new. It wasn't called that, but that's exactly what was done. There was the powers to be, which are men, were allowing women to dress scantily in church and act in, you know, weird ways that created flirtatious thought processes. And for Paul, the best way to fix it was to get back to the law. The old covenant law. Because those sins were under the old covenant. That's an important understanding. Yep. You can't be in both covenants. Nope. At the same time, there is no such thing. Hebrews displays that very poignantly. <clears throat> and being under the new covenant, let's say you're fully into it, but you, you fall apart and you sin under the old covenant, you're going to be paying penalty under the old covenant. Because he said, Jesus said, I, I didn't come here to change one jot or one tittle. He didn't come to change it. He came to fulfill it if, 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 very conditional. Like anything that God gives you is conditional. <clears throat> because we're here to do something. We're not here to free ride and get out of jail free cards. And, you know, if you join this club or you give money down to there, you get, you know, mm-hmm. your your works will get you ahead of the game. No, that's, that's absolutely false. That we have to we have to live a life, atone for mistakes, and if you do something that's under the old covenant, you're gonna have penalty under the old covenant. Doesn't mean you have to stay there, but you're gonna serve it. Because he didn't come to change one jot and one tittle. Yeah. There's a lot of misunderstanding about that. I didn't really figure that out till a couple of years ago. Well, about a year ago, year and a half ago. Like, whoa. I didn't know that. Huh. Interesting. That doesn't mean the old covenant, once you're in it, you can come out of it. Because the rest of Hebrews also talks about, please, he's he's a, he's talking to the old dogmatic, you know, rab, rabbinical, rab, you know, rabbi, rabbinical, pharmaceutical thinking. It's like, please come out of there. Come out away from Come away from it. Join us in the new covenant. Join us in Jesus Christ. And when he, you know, talks about too, you know, he's coming back for his bride. That's the new covenant is the bride, mm-hmm. not the old covenant. Because the first will be the last. The last will be the first. Because the first to die in the old covenant, they're going to be the last to be judged because they have to, Either you're going to come to Jesus Christ or you won't be going where he's going. That's all there is to it. And, and simple saying, I believe, is not enough. It, your works and the fruits of will prove who you are. Not to me. Although I can judge it because I'll judge it rightly. That's my job. If I judge it wrongly, then come at me. I accept that. But with all these things, we have a wonderful, wondrous joy. For instance, happiness. We talked. I was talking about that. I think the last time too, but the one that got lost. But I was talking to a, a patient that she's really, 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 really on the fence. 
Mm. A lot of bad things have happened in her life. And I think, you know, it has changed her thinking. I, I could only assume that. And I haven't gotten any real super low, deep, you know, depth, depth, depth with her because of the relationship I have with that person is not that to happen. <clears throat> you know, she divulges information and I, and I'll evangelize Jesus Christ. I do that all the time. I love doing it. <clears throat> so people volunteer certain things. And that's fine. But anyways, um, she can't, for her, it just doesn't, it's not there yet. But I said, well, wait a minute. Think about this for a minute. Joy and happiness. Real joy and happiness. Not, you know, I went and bought a car because they're going to write it off. <laughs> not that, you know, because that ain't it. Real joy and happiness. Is it just a feeling? Really? Is it just a feeling? Because I said, told, was telling her that when it says you, he made us in his image, not two eyes and a head and arms and two arms and two legs. Not that. That's not the image he's talking about. He's talking about the spiritual image. Not the flesh image. He had to make Jesus into the flesh image so we could see what it is that he wanted us to know. Mm-hmm. In the spirit. We're talking spiritual image. Hallelujah. Right. So the real, the feeling of joy, is it really just a feeling? Because what does joy do to a person? It makes them healthy. It actually brings prosperity. You look nicer. You live longer. People are attracted to you. They say the law, well, it's a law of attraction. No, it's, but the scripture describes it kind of like that, but that's not, you know, now we're taking it to the next level of something else. But everything starts going better, right? You walk outside, you got to skip to your step. Things are, you know, you, you get to work or whatever it is that you're doing and, and you help Mrs. Jones who was having a bad day and you go about doing this and that. So is it really just a feeling or are you actually making change in this world that Satan is a prince of? And there's a lot of nonsense going on. Out of that one time, you could have, made a difference in someone's life through that joy, real joy, that covetousness, that's what that would be if you wanted a car, but you want it written off. Not that kind of joy. Oh my God, I went down to the store and I, in the bottom of the grocery cart, there was, and I didn't pay for it. Oh my God, and they're just gushing on about it. You're like, really? You want me to, you want, you're telling me this yet? I don't, well, my I don't thing think is, is, oh, I mean, this, if that happens, don't keep shutting up, shutty town if I were you. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I'm, you know, I'm still stuck on that because I'm like, psychologically, it doesn't make sense to me why someone would do that. Like, okay. And then to blame it on the Q movement that, oh, all these, that people are pushing <laughs> To buy, well, you know, whatever Nassara is coming or whatever. They didn't tell you to go out and buy a car. So why yeah. are you? They're a bit. Why just, are you, I mean, for that to happen, they would have to be is, a bit deceived and deluded. It's not just her. It's also if you defend this type of behavior, like what? Right. Like why are you even using that example? You should be like telling her. You know what? You're the dumbass that did it. Because that's the point of what needs to happen in this country, in this nation, isn't to fleece it. It isn't to get one up on it. It isn't. 
It is to bring it back to where it, the foundations of its original starting is God unto Jesus Christ. Yes. Our liberties, our freedoms, all that come from there. Yes. It's the only way that it works. It's the only thing that the Constitution actually shows it can work. And secondly, we're talking Declaration of Independence, the federal paper, Federalist Papers, the original, uh, uh, God, what was it called? Uh, the one that was, there was a president only for a year at a time. Anyhow, all of that, there's absolute language. And, and the preamble to the, our current constitution all you know speak of our foundations in God and unto Jesus Christ. It's just it had to be devoid in the constitution as a concept because we wanted everyone to come here. And in, in that paper I wrote, I, I found, I was told to find a uh, quote from one of our founding fathers. And it was saying that so people can come here to hear the good news. They can see what it is that we have. But if we had share a law, wherever we had, because that's what they came from. You understand our, our founding fathers here and the founders, the original founders, they all had to do battle with, you know, share a law, which is, you know, religious law saying you have to be this. In Catholicism, that's why it's so screwed up. That's, that was the law. Most of, you know, organized history, you know, certainly King and Queen Victorian area era, which goes dates back to, you know, 1000 or 1200 BC. But then, you know, the Middle East, they were doing their thing with, you know, paganism as being the share of law. And that's why they captured the Hebrew. Couldn't have those people be breaking off and singing praises of God that's going to forever give them what they need in eternity when you know the pagan you had to give a sacrifice to the pagan gods and you had to you know you, in, immortality which would be eternity in heaven you couldn't get that unless one of the Zeus or one of those stupid made up nonsense gave it to you Yeah, that's why they captured them man it's cool to have slaves apparently because they made them build everything Oh, but the, it's the aliens that built the pyramids. Bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, hey, maybe bull, it was. Bull, bull. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, they were called Hebrew. They were aliens. <laughs> they they captured the entire group and went, okay, get the work. Plus everyone else that they didn't like, which is pretty easy because they thought they were all that in a bag of potato chips. That was what I was when I finished writing that, that's basically the message. Mm-hmm. And we're fighting against that yet to today. Those are the elitist X amount of families, whether they're 13 or some mm-hmm. say 10, I could 13. care less, but they're certainly, they think they're from that. They think they're originally from that ball, you know, garbage. Uh, Neo-Babylonian period. They think they're just great descendants of that. <clears throat> and therefore they have the right to do all that they're doing. Eh, sorry, nope. Next question. Spin the wheel again. That's not what it's for. But for us to uh, find the solutions that we need to find, we can only find them with God under Jesus Christ. That's the only solution. Not buying a car and getting it written off. Not 
<laughs> investing in the stock market and making a killing. Uh, you know, grifting the your neighbors or anybody on the internet. Oh, <clears throat> we're selling advertisement. I see hear these kids. They get you know. I don't know how that works. You know, they start selling some advertisement and some stuff because there's so much money in deception. All that you know, all of a sudden oh. now they're multiple, multiple, multiple millionaires, and they were, you know, high, they just graduated high school. That's not what it's about. And if you follow any of them, they all fall apart. Well, yeah, because they didn't, they weren't doing it for the right reasons. And, you know, God and Jesus Christ wasn't first in their mind. And the money was. They yeah. didn't give it back to Caesar, so Caesar gave it to them. Gave it, not the money. The trouble. Yeah. The turmoil. The pride. The hypocrisy. The greed. Sloth. The, mm -hmm. All of it. Yeah, but uh, it's all of it can be uh, it's, atoned. It, yeah, absolutely. If you give yourself oh, to Christ, God, that's the great news. That is the great news that's, that we that make the these news. stupid decisions. And I'm saying stupid because it's stupid. I'm sorry. We make these stupid. I've made the stupid decisions in my life, so I'm not perfect. Um, and, but you always nope. can atone if you learn, you atone. right? It's not free. Right. right. So oh, I started believing in Jesus. I was saved yeah. yesterday. When mm. we blame other people, <laughs> think about this, Bob. When we blame other people for things or whatever, that's of the enemy. The God, God requires every us time accountability, right? And we're human, Every so time. obviously we're going to make mistakes and stuff happens. So instead of being prideful, just own it and be like, okay, I messed up. <laughs> That's why I'm Jesus gonna atone came for it. to show us literally yep. in the flesh what it is. And he, even his disciples, when you really start reading the scriptures, they're like, what in the world is this guy talking about? Because even them, being as close to that understanding as possible, still had a hard time with it. Yeah. And it's no different then than it is now. We talked about this, too. We've said, well, how come? Because people are like, well, God, Jesus didn't even exist. Or if he did, and it's all kinds of nonsense. Jesus was an alien. We don't. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, but he's, or actually he's Satan because, you know, he's the morning star and Satan's the morning star. Well, first off, that's a change of scripture. Like I said, if you're going to read certain verse, versions of the Bible, <clears throat> um, you're going to be deceived, especially mm -hmm. if you don't read the entire thing and take notes and say, because in the revelations, Jesus comes out and says, in every version that I've ever read, I am the morning star because it's a basol. And he is going to be the day star of the New Jerusalem, because that is a bestowal for the works that he did while he was here. Yeah. But some areas it says, well, you know, Satan is also the morning star, and it's false. That's not, that was a changed scripture. Like I said, some versions you're going to have to ask for more discernment. <clears throat> well, that's fine. You read the rest of it and go like, oh, wait a minute, how can, oh my God, they're, they're one and the same? No, you thing. <laughs> no. 
<clears throat> no, no, it's a lot. My God. I think it is. But remember, it's written to confuse the wicked. Even the is. changes that they've done, it is also to confuse, not to make more people wicked so much, but still it creates more confusion. You've got to realize that these people that wrote these stupid versions, what? why did they do that? Why did they make, oh, well, so people understand it better. How in the hell do they know? Sorry. No. How do they know what people understand? They don't know. Diddly do. <clears throat> It was and maybe God said, you know what, I'm going to let you guys change a little bit so that my elite can ask for discernment more strongly. It's actually going to be a greater test. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, if you're going to be in the military and you're in boot camp and, you know, the commanding CO or whatever you want to call it says, you know what, we're going to have a different training exercise. It's going to be a little more brutal than normal just so that we can have better, you know, experience in the field and we have less casualties. No different than that. No different than that. And I'm sure, you know, the recruits as they're going through live fire into the wires of real bomb explosions going off, they're probably like crying a little and pissing their drawers a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they weren't going, woo, -hoo, I love this. Nope. So it's hard. Awesome. It, it, but when you achieve the goals and initiatives, you can realize that you're, you're honoring your integrity to God and Jesus Christ. And as you come out of that, you'll start seeing all these things and all this stuff will start coming to you. And you won't take it as a loss or a, a, you know, a bad thing unless you had bad intentions to begin with. And it does. But if you had good intentions, it starts to come about. Trust me. It just does, and you have to trust me. You have to, you have to trust in that, because that's a lot of what it says in Scripture too. You have to trust in that when you start doing good, good comes to you. Because you know, you ask and ask, seek and knock. I'll give you, <clears throat> but of course, people just read that one thing and went, "Okay, I want a pony," and you know, it never shows up. There's no God. I didn't get a pony. Well, yeah, you need to read right. a lot more than just that one little section that's why I'm, i don't try to get too enamored on you know chapter and verse so much as what does it really mean and how can i live that life to incorporate these aspects of what it's telling me that god wants me to do and of course the new testament showing you what jesus did through his own words well but no one ever really stuff was written a number of years after it's so I, what does that do for me? What does that do for you? Prove you're right. <clears throat> I, I, sometimes the pushback is bizarre. Mm -hmm. Well, people are confused, uh, well, you know. Uh, uh, and it's, just read the book. Read it with understanding. Read it with pray for discernment. Your Holy Spirit will come to you. I'm not saying you have to go out and get baptized right away, but after you read it, you're going to want to. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been baptized in the scripture already, you're going to want to. But if you baptize in the scripture, just keep reading it to keep you up to date on it. That's what I do now. I just, I read newer stuff and I'm so happy now that I'm starting a Bible study with my grandson. There's a long story there with all the nonsense that's occurred in their lives. 
that that boy wants to, he wants to be of God. So I'm like, ooh. So, you know, I don't regret anything in my life, but I sure wish. I mean, I know everything's supposed to happen the way it is, but man, I look at my life now just in this short time, right? And I think to myself, man, how awesome would my life have been if I was full on into God and not lukewarm, <laughs> right? Ah! It, you it's can't like, have regrets. But I you wish know? I could have been yeah. more. Um, yeah. My saving grace was is that I dumbed myself down. And I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. So it was ridicule and dispository thinking of me. So I, I never went so far as to, you know, destroy anybody, burn a house down, you know, do something so nasty i just and that i just don't know why that worked out that way but i am so happy that it did i you know we've people have come into our lives and they're third generation and it's they know the scriptures wow it is very uh awe-inspiring how much they know we bible study with them and it's not old stodgy just because it's three generations it's just they've grown so much over those three generations that now it is awe-inspiring so without that i would be not where i'm at right now i'll tell you that even reading i wouldn't get as far because that's the point of it i was telling people you might have to read it and it might be a year or two it's okay i've been bible studying with them now for four years and oh, yeah, we yeah. still give, give go second. through things. Sure, sure. Okay. Somebody's probably got to go potty. <laughs> Jeez, I'm telling you, he's something else, man. <laughs> God. He's got to go. He's got to rewatch something. He wants to. I'm telling you, he is something else, that one. I'm blessed to have that kid, but he is, it's, uh, it's hard sometimes to keep up with him. <laughs> He's a good boy. We talked about a while back where I got that in June, uh, I think it was July. I have to ask my wife. <clears throat> where we, I walked outside and in a wood pile, there's a meow. But it, a baby fawns make a sound that sounds just like a cat. And I thought, well, is it a fawn on the other side of the woodpile? I'm walking around it. No, it's coming from inside the woodpile. So it's definitely not a deer. Not enough room in there for a deer to get in there. And I crouch down, look up underneath there, and there's a couple of eyeballs. <laughs> I'm like, right then and there, I had to think, what are we going to do? Because we, we were trying to not have animals, right? We were, we're just, it's because things are hard here. And, and have an animal to feed to take care of. We just didn't know if we could really put that all together. So I thought, what am I going to do with this thing? Should I going to have to take it somewhere and drop it off somewhere? And then I just came over me, go in the house and tell Lori to come to the woodpile. Okay, so. And the rest is history because she's not a cat person. 
but she melted. And this is, brings tons and tons of joy to our lives. And that's what, when, when it, in the scripture it says, you know, animals are your dominion, mm-hmm. not domination. Dominion's responsibility. To be, a, to be the king of something, to be a dominion of a group of people, you don't get to turn them into slaves. That's not what it's about. That doesn't mean that at all. <clears throat> to be a dominion of is a caretaker of to you know you're putting yourself in you know in them so that you get the benefit that God produced them for you. That's what dominion supposed to mean anyways for the scriptures. <clears throat> but we enjoy him. We'll call him Peekaboo. Uh, a good friend of ours, her mother. Had a cat. Look, there's a tuxedo cat. Because we're we're three miles away from a road. I don't know how that little kitten, which he was getting bone, scared to death, got here. Because we have a lot of coyotes around here, and coyotes are pretty tough. Don't take down a small calf, you know, hundred pound calf. You know, we got a one pound, half pound kitten. And meowing constantly, probably meowed the whole way for however it came here. I have no idea. Someone dropped it off. No, I no, we're too far away. They would have been trespassing. And I watched that. Trespassers, oh, I'm lost. No, sorry, don't go there, buddy. But I enjoy it. I saw the Christ in it. Right? God brought that thing here for us, and Lori did too, and now we. Uniquely enjoying. He's just sitting over there. He don't want much now. He's sleeping. But it's so good to have to realize what that was for. If I thought that, you know, that wasn't brought to us by God Himself to be able to make it all that way through, you know, thick woods, hills, terrain. I mean, we're in a re- on the one side where he would have had to come from was a ravine that drops down 120 feet, goes back up 120 feet, and then there's another ravine not quite as steep. And he would have, so that three miles is really probably more like close to six miles <laughs> in terms of walking. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny that you talk about the cat. You know, animals are something else, I tell you, aren't they? <laughs> and it's not so much that everything's been domesticated. Remember that God produced all of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you're, if there was capability of making this, you know, dog or cat have these particular qualities or whatnot, um, that's because it was allowed to do that. And there's, you know, if you do it for nefarious reasons or bad reasons, you'll have dogs that have a greater chance of creating harm. And there is such a, you know, breeds that do that. You know, cats, of course, now everybody wants these exotic looking cats. You know, money. Mm -hmm. Caesar. Status, pride. <clears throat> um, well, I want to be the only one that has a cat that looks like a minx or lynx or something. I just, I'd never do that. I'd never spend money on that. Although someday, when if we ever get goats, I'll have to have a dog. I'll probably have to buy it. I can't expect God to put another one up there. But hey, 
it does. That's the way it is. Yeah. But I, I don't expect them to produce everything for me. I'm supposed to have some uh, effort in this situation here in the world. I'm supposed to, you know, create works. I'm supposed to look and try to produce for fruit of his of his uh, will. And uh, as long as you keep looking to him, you know, things are okay. There, nothing is like, I hit the lottery yesterday. I just finally got that water line uh, almost done today. <clears throat> I was working on that last time we talked. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My back is on fire. I bet. It's, a, it's hard work. People don't understand it that it's hard work when you, you know, have land and you're processing all of that. The farmers, I mean, they work so hard. Oh, I tell you. I saw it's hard to know what it is to be a farmer from the start. <clears throat> you know, like yeah, most farms are third, fourth, fifth generation. Mm-hmm. Or someone bought a working farm, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, starting one from scratch, that was that was the 30s, the 20s and 30s. And then, of course, the 40s. I'm sure they were starting to do it more in the 50s, or some in the 50s too, but it was starting to become less of an issue, less of a thing. But the 20s and 30s, and then we got in the tail end of the 30s, right when that, that's when the Dust Bowl hit. Mm-hmm. And that was bad. That, we think we have it bad in this country now, but we have no clue. And even though I think Ken Burns is a woke nitwit, um, he does a pretty darn good job at at least trying to get reasonable truth out of his documentaries and because it's not trying to spin some political concept. <clears throat> you watch that documentary he had on the Dust Bowl era. It is hard. People were, wow. These little marshmallow whatever you call them, snowflakes or whatever we got, millennial, <laughs> post-millennial, something or other, man, yeah, uh, would not no. make it. Two nanoseconds. Yeah. There were no grocery stores back then, and you had to eat what you grew, and the world was coming to an end as far as they were concerned because there was no more soils all blowing around the air, and you couldn't breathe or see. Cars wouldn't even run. Horses, you couldn't use your horses to get out because they would you know, they get pneumocosis like anybody else and fall over dead. It was a tough time. Cattle all dying. No food and their lungs are full of dirt, sand, whatever, all of the above. Bad, bad time. So know that we, we're we still good. We're still doing okay. We just need to wake ourselves up. Pat the dust off that we have. And start moving forward because the wicked are really trying to take over. You have to see that. They have, to, oh, not you, but I mean, yeah. the listenership has to see that. They have to just see that. And it's not like you're going to walk out the door and you're going to solve all the problems. If you could just talk to one person and get them to see better or know better or, or understand that they're not the only ones in this mix that gives them and empowers them to at least feel better about themselves and read more about Jesus Christ. Boom, man, that is something. Because what did Jesus do when he was here? Did he go around uh, like Paul Revere on his little donkey? 
The devil is coming. The devil is coming. And his donkey? No, he chose a donkey on purpose. (laughs) He walked in and they're like, Jesus is coming. He's going to have his chariot and big white horse and there's going to be a sword and a whole army and (laughs) blew their mind. So much so they killed him, more or less. He did say, though, that's one thing I was reading in John, that God, Jesus said that you're not going to murder me because I give myself willingly. <clears throat> because he doesn't want other people judging those that might come about that are of that Jewish thought process and Torah, right. that they might come out of that. But remember that if they don't, they're, you're judged on the intent of your heart. So it was the rabbinical Pharisees' intent to murder him. You read John, it's absolutely clear because they didn't want people to follow him. They said that we're going to have to do something about this one. So nefarious thought processes have been here since forever, even if even with the most precious gift of all is our Christ and Savior. They've murdered him too. Now, again, we just talked about that. He said, well, you're not murdering me. I'm giving myself willingly, but they, as far as they were concerned, that's what they were doing. <clears throat> so even we have to be strong, super strong. Like, I don't know if I can be that strong. You put where his yoke, it is light. And when it comes to you, that armor of God becomes so strong. It becomes, you start seeing the sun rise in the morning. And it's like, he did that. You see all these awe-inspiring natural events of things, and he did that. Not earthquakes, okay? I'm not talking about that. Oh, he did that. <clears throat> but uh, that's probably partly Satan fussing around because there's things like that occur in the world. But when you start seeing the goodness of all that we have here, it just becomes wow. Unbelievable. The natural system of things is just, and if that's all you can get to, if that's all you can really muster up is to be able to see the goodness of that, I'll take it. That was one of the things on Stu uh, on Sunday. There's a bunch of people, oh, you got to say his name and all this. Stuff. No, you don't. It says right there. And I believe that's in Hebrews too. I believe it. Uh, <clears throat> to be good is to be of God. So that's just in the scripture. You don't have to say God. What if you never knew the name? But you always did the right thing. You always did good. Well, then, in fact, you are knowing of God unto Jesus Christ. That's the goal of it. I think some people say, well, if you don't say his name, and you know, no way you can get in heaven. That's the scriptures show that's false. Say that's false. He's not a <clears throat> he's not a prideful God. I mean, no, that was Satan. If you don't say his name, he probably don't like you. Or whatever he's he's trying to mess around with you with. But we gotta we have to do this for many reasons. One, there's still a lot of loss of life in the healthcare system for all kinds of not good stuff. 
there's a, still a lot of loss of children, whether they're stillbirths or you know females that are being ruined in terms of their hormonal fluctuations and their balancing permanently, possibly permanently, because you're going to go to your doctor and you're like, I don't know how to fix that. We're, I mean, we haven't seen the fallout of all this nonsense yet. We need to go start now. We can't wait till, well, <clears throat> um, we finally realize that, you know, a third of the women are going to be sterile. And uh, there's another third that will never have children because they couldn't learn from what's happening here to see the good in it. And then the other third, they're probably polluted or poisoned by the thinking so their children would be a bunch of little we can't have that. No. There's one generation of that, and you know his his coming and revelations might be a lot sooner than I think. I don't think that's going to happen, but I mean that would be the predication that if we didn't wake up and we didn't move forward with this, we are. Don't get me wrong. There's so many people that are coming to Jesus Christ. There's so many people that are waking up to the nonsense. There's so many people seeing it because they can't help it. It costs them, you know, hurt them in the pocketbook when they start paying attention. So please hurry up because my pocketbook is <laughs> it's got a hole in it. Not because I spend so much money reaching in my pocket all the time. It's, I need a new pair of pants. <laughs> That's different. Which I do. I just ripped a bunch yesterday. Oh, boy. So what do you think, Jamie? Ah, I tell you. So much. Some days. I'm just like, it's just so much. <laughs> yeah. I just well, it's it's things. one step at a time. I, it's I hug just... your neighbor. <laughs> be good to your brethren, your sisters, your brothers. Oh, know that there's something going on. You're not wrong in that. Don't don't get too anxious on how to fix everything. It's not going to be fixed overnight by one person. First it's off, not. we collectively need. I that's will... why people need to. Oh, you know, at the end of the day, it is a gift to yourself to be able to disconnect and just. Do you for a time where you can grow your faith? And as you make that journey and grow your faith, you awaken, right? Right. And just detox, just, like you're saying, that's a, some of the best advice possible for especially middle of the roaders. Yeah. But even people like me, I have to, things are hard, <clears throat> not because of politics, just no. hard. And I, you know, I'm doing what I can do to, and sometimes I just need to chill and, and I will, I'll read and I'll, we'll pray and we'll do stuff like that. Kind of reacquaint ourselves with some of the basics of what we've learned so far in terms of, you know, Christianity, true Christianity. And, you know, the next day I feel a lot better. It's okay. Is that me or is that my Holy Spirit bestowing that to me? Mm -hmm. it can't be just me no it's not just you 
No, it can't be. It's not possible. It's okay. You know, it's okay for us to be like, you know what? I had a bad day. Everybody has bad days, but we don't stay in it. We don't, you know, carry it with us into the next. We let it go. You got to. Yep. And listen for, it's not just sticking yourself in deprivation chamber and, you know, no. <clears throat> to be faith and be peaceful with that faith and learn and grow in that, that's works. It isn't just a deprivation It's not good enough. You're not going to get anywhere by just devoiding, sticking your head in the sand and say, well, nothing's going to bother me. I'm not going to listen to nothing, you know, forever. Maybe a time, right? Because we're, Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days. The uh, apostles were like, what? Where'd he go? <laughs> they went searching for him because they went, oh, my God. They probably thought he left them. You know. He had, and he had to talk to his father a lot. He had to talk to how that works, and he had to discuss these things too. We're now different. We're of his creation, so we have to do the same things. Well, I've I've tried talking to God and praying, and it doesn't work, and that it's hurtful because you know you can't get the pony if that's all you're asking for, and it can take a time. Didn't happen to me overnight. We had in a restaurant the other day, a little cafe thing there in a small town, and you know, because we're in the Bible Belt more or less. And some lady comes up over late, "Have you been saved?" And she's just trying to sell her church, you know, something, something Calvary. And I says, "Yeah, a long time ago, actually, um, but I don't, I don't really frequent churches because I have a problem with that, how it's run." But I didn't want to get into a large conversation with her, so I didn't even get to that. I just said, yeah, "No, I've been saved. Um, we uh, we do Bible study at home. We have a, we work with all the time, which is the truth, of course." Mm-hmm. And she was good with that, and she didn't like like it because she'd rather have me say, "Oh my God, I want to go to your church," <laughs> and we're like two towns over, so it's like an hour and a half. Like, nope. Yeah. Nah. But the church is you. The church is in, within you. Again, Absolutely. you look at the scripture, the church is within, right? It's right, it's within you to think that you can be saved through uh, a church organization is ridiculous. That's the concept of, you know, the, the uh, Catholics, you know, go to confession. Well, here's the news. That flash. doesn't work. You can't get absolution from another human being. That's not how that works. There are some people that are going to church. Um, case in point, some of the black churches uh, that have no clue of what is going on, and that's scary. Well, the black okay. churches, from my what I can see, they're trying to wake people up too. I hope so. They're trying. They, oh yeah, they are. Oh my God, yes. Well, I hope <laughs> they're so big because. Time big time um trust me it is happening this, I hope what so. you see the blm that's all that's all this come on blm starting they're, they're putting people in prison for all the money that just disappeared mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's coming about they deceive their own because they could 
didn't we just talk about that about the ministers and preachers well these are the leaders which is what a minister a preacher means leading absolutely shepherd <clears throat> and they were just right they were the shepherd of blm is a shepherd of mm -hmm. and they stole all their money and used yep. it to buy my god you see the the filings that they've had <laughs> they're booze whores i mean wow and, and I don't yeah, want people to think go. I'm just I'm, I'm picking on the black folk because white people are being deceived in church as well. <laughs> because now yeah. that's why I'm it's, talking it's about the, the indoctrinated individual. churches that are obviously oh, yeah, the, a leftist agenda. The big, the big churches, yeah. but I, you know, they don't talk much in the news mm -hmm. about the big churches that are black pri primarily. I wonder why. Yeah. You know why? Because <clears throat> they ain't doing all that nonsense. The old steens and the uh, what was that? Benny Hinn and the I don't think he's practicing anymore fully. Whatever he's got in his place, and then the Kenneth Copeland's. Uh, oh God, he is so. <clears throat> so you know that I don't know how anybody can know, watch all, him and not see that he is evil. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just look at their eyes as he looks oh around. God, you can see it scary. in his eyes for crying out loud. But Ooh. you don't see the black churches like that. So the, my, my assumption, you know, from what I've seen, that's not the case at all. I haven't seen them all, of course. I don't go to church. <clears throat> I read, watch, look, and I look for areas that don't make sense that normal people, because you're driven, what you see on TV, that's all smoke and mirrors, you know, they're just pointing you to where they want you to go. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe that the, the reason they don't show all these black churches doing all these stupid things like Kevin Copeland, the Joel Steens, and the Benny Hens, and all the rest of the nonsense, is because they're they they're not doing it by and large. So they're waking up too. But know that inner city poor people can be easily manipulated, and they have been since you know uh, LBJ. And started the welfare programs. The perfect opportunity to, you know, manipulate people thinking they can't work, and uh, <clears throat> getting a job is evil. Just wait for your free cheese and cell phone and, and check. And then, you know, start blaming everybody else for when that cell phone cheese line and check goes down in, a little bit. They've convinced an entire group of people that that's okay. I'm not talking black. I'm talking anyone that's poor. I believe the <clears throat> overall numbers is white people outrank black people significantly in welfare. Yeah, but it's 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 the taking of our tax money and putting into these programs that oppress those. That the real word would be oppress these folks mm -hmm. for really doing good stuff and good work. <clears throat> and so they're by and large missing God unto Jesus Christ. So regardless. We're always going to circle back to that, and I like to have to poke fun at the phrase "circle back" because the goofball. Oh God! I don't know why she says something over any of those nitwits that says something more than four or five times in a row, and it's not going to haunt them. They they're so <clears throat> they're so still, uh, prideful; still, they don't even care. I still can't, for the life of me, understand how anyone can support this guy. 
I don't get it. We don't. Like, these don't, people they are do, so, it, oh, God, it's awful. Well, there's a lot of cheating, right? Yep. I mean, come on, we're talking about the devil here, the Satan. Well, no, so I'm talking about people who are still supporting this guy. <laughs> okay? That's well, there's what I'm a lot. talking about. Well, we look at that awful. lukewarm, at least how I see it. I'm not the only one that sees it that way. But you got, <clears throat> you got the lukewarm that goes, one end is, you know, there's a line that you cross over God into Jesus Christ. And then you have the other end where there's a line you cross over into absolute Satanism. Yeah. <clears throat> there's, and if you put a line down the middle of that, oh, you know, can't come to the word to me, but that chasm of people. Yep. yep. The ones on that other side, they're so far gone, I don't know if you can help them. And I don't think we want to help them at first. But unfortunately, I think what's happening with all the nonsense, because there's must be things happening because they're trying to they're take the bad people, as far as I can tell, are suffering and panicking. But their suffering is everyone suffers, all right, because they're running the show, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the money show. If we were all uh, bartering and you know community living like it is an act you know none of this would bother us there's a thought you know maybe we should buckle down and do what the bible asks us to do and acts it says live as a community barter and then this stuff wouldn't be so much of a problem <clears throat> give back to caesar what caesar's that's kind of what it means don't give your money away but don't play into it if Caesar tries to say, well, this <clears throat> little coin here, uh, it's worth $100. And you're looking at it going like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So that's worth $100. And my sheep over here that I'm going to sell you is worth $100,000. You better come up with more of those little gold coins. And that's what it means to give back to Caesar. We barter and we take his monetary system right out of play. If you're talking about Nisera, that's probably what that is really for. And that's why the only way I see us coming out of this nonsense is to take all that funny money and all the debt that we have with funny money and just go like, eh, gone. And the big banks will be like, well, but you owe us money. Ah, oh, we're not paying. In fact, it's, we've, uh, we've made a change to the Constitution that devoids anything to do with it by, but we'll go broke. Uh, well, you, you made that bed, lay in it. But other countries will be hurt. No, they won't, because other the only thing worth anything is labor, and all countries are capable of making things. We need to get together as a as a nation of nations. A real United Nations, united under God, unto Jesus Christ nations, and move forth. And we can only do that if everybody starts thinking. So tonight, it's you. Not you, Jane, but you, the listener, whomever. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. or Mrs. or younger or older, it's you. If you're doing something or involved with things that are bad, <clears throat> get out of it. Don't stay in it. You're, it says, do not cast your lots with the wicked. 
for the wicked, for those are lukewarms, and those lukewarms are burning in the lake of fire along with the wicked. So get out of it. Besides the loss, you're complicit. It's depraved indifference. You have to get out of it, regardless. The real law, the common law, the stuff that's supposed to be, you know, that no one ever pays attention to, you know. <laughs> and and get out of it and get mad and, and rally, and people will come to you and for you. They will. You know, there's been several police officers that have made uh, some of these uh, YouTube videos or something talking about all the stupidness and they get fired instantly and now they're millionaires. How's that? Well, they're, everyone's buying their book because or their T-shirts or whatever merch that they have because they you went, wow, you stuck your neck out. And I'm not saying that, you know, you should awe-inspire everyone like that. Because for me, the, the greatest heroes are you and me, ground level. But it's really wonderful to see someone call out the truth and say, I'm no longer going to allow this to happen. Abortion clinics, those doctors that are quitting, there's not that many, though, unfortunately. It's just not that many. You see how they tear babies apart to get them out of there and oh, then they're God. full of term instead of just doing the suction thing it's just it's horrific it's absolutely oh you make, i cried for uh i felt like my head was stuck under a rock for three days mm. so you, you just have to stop nurses you're giving all these medications to these people and they're not doing them and you know it's not really that good what am i supposed to do <clears throat> it's coming about Either you do it now under your own volition and, and do it with righteousness in mind mm-hmm. or you're going to be doing it under penalty. It's coming about. It is. The healthcare system cannot keep going the way it's going. It has to be stopped and it's going to be. It's coming apart now. You know, schools, same thing. Your teacher, your administrator, your school board, you're not supposed to be bringing LBTQ garbage in there. If you're the teacher in the next room's got a bunch of flaming baloney like that, turn them in. To the if your school boards, well, they'll fire me because they want that. And then there's other places to go. Right. This, this, I don't like naming stuff, but Project Veritas has been beating the snot out of all these pedophiles in schools. I don't know how they get their testimony on tape and cameras, but God love them. Do more of that. If I had money, I'd donate it to those guys. That's not an endorsement, by the way. I wouldn't donate the money to anybody. They get paid well for what they do, trust me. <clears throat> Unless you got money falling out of your pockets, then you, can, you want to ask, what am I supposed to do with all this? Am I supposed to just keep it? Because you won't go through the eye of the needle. Yeah. You leave here with what you came here with, and that's a a, a spark of life and the spirit, the intelligence of God. The, you know, the unto you're in His image. That's the intelligence of it. <clears throat> that's what you leave here with. Then the mercy seat will judge. Besides, I think you judge yourself too. 
that you chose to come here. And you're like, when you wake up from all this and you look all around and go like, oh crap, how was it? I was a real ass. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I can't go to heaven like this. They either give me another chance or however that works. I don't know if there is so, such a thing. But those that are, um, that died under the old covenant, I don't see, they're not going to ever make it to heaven unless they come back during rapture. They experience that. So there's a possibility that's probably a thing. Because they have to accept Jesus Christ. You can't do it when you're dead. You're in the in the shoal, in the ground. <clears throat> and that talks about that in Hebrews too. You're not going to do it in the ground. What do you think, Jamie? I tell you, you know. Want to want to put a wrap on this? I think, oh yeah, definitely wrap it up. But I think. Um, it's just so important to under to like hit, really hit this home that you know the, the great news is the, you know you you great made news. mistakes in your life, but now you know what the great news is God can help you get back on track. Absolutely, hundred percent. That's the great that's, news. That's what Jesus came. To do, he came to fulfill the law, so you're not dead with sin. Amen. But you have to, you have to make, you have to wake up, you have to pull away from it, and you have to get away from it. You can't cast your lots of the wicked anymore. You can't. All these things can no longer be done. Well, I'm going to lose my job. Just like I said, those police officers are all extremely wealthy. They wrote a book, and next thing you know, they bestseller and they got merch and all this. <clears throat> I'm not saying that's going to happen every time, but you know. Good people give to good people. He works through the righteous. So these righteous people, knowing your cabinet, well, I'm in the small town, and this, I get that. But there's help everywhere. It is not too too small or too big of you to ask for help. All the scriptures just... say you need to be asking help all the time <laughs> to God. And Jesus Christ, and then you ask your Holy Spirit, "What can I do here?" That's He wants that all the time. In fact, if you don't, that's the biggest part of my problem. You know, years and years and years ago, is that I thought, well, I don't want to bother, and I'll do it all, right? Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> stumble and fall. Stumble and fall. I get myself back up and not figure out why I stumbled and. And fell. So it takes a while. Yeah, it does. It does. But if you're if you wipe it away, come to me as children, and you'll get to him pretty darn fast. Took me a long time to figure that out. What that actually meant. I wish I would have done it years ago. I wish I would have had a an upbringing that wasn't so full of nonsense. I wish it would have been, you know, and without my grandparents, I probably wouldn't be here, really, because of the stupidity of it all. It was bigger, it was more than I could handle. 
And so when he says, I don't give you anything more than you can handle, I was really like doubting that for the longest time. But I didn't really lose it totally. You know what I mean? I didn't turn to the dark side and start beating up small grandmas and stealing cars and robbing banks and and, and join a gang that espoused that garbage. If you do, back out of it. Yeah, but they, I get it. There's help for you. And it won't be easy. There's that one chasm that you have to cross. Especially if you've already, you know, walked on that side of the aisle where, you know, Satan lives. Satan, he wants you dead. He doesn't want you alive. Especially if you're going to start going back to Jesus Christ, he's like, definitely, you're going to be gone. Just like they said in John of the Pharisees about Jesus, we got to do something about this guy. People are going to start listening to him. Ooh, let me tell you, this is a this is a psychological war. Oh, excuse me, I got tongue tied for this for for a second there. <laughs> this is a psychological war, and we know the enemy loves to you know, use psychological warfare uh, against us. And that's a, that's another reason it's so important to just, if you're listening, it's time. Okay. This, this, this is your sign. It's your, this is, it's your time to Bingo. make the journey. If you're paying, if you decided to pay attention specifically of anything that we're saying, yep, even a little bit, but you scoff at some of it, that's that's the cue yep. that is oh i actually did make a good a decision to look for the good and start being the good don't stop raise up run don't yep. walk run yeah run right at it yep. <clears throat> like i said i once you realize that you're you've been deceived you're mad i'm telling you the, not to the- lose your sensibility <laughs> and be beside yourself, but to understand that anger against wickedness is in the scriptures. We're not so, don't, he's you don't want to just get angry with everybody because you're wanting to be Karen today or Ken or whatever they call these goofy people. It seems like as a thing, I don't know where we're ever taught to do that, but there's taught <clears throat> to me. If well, someone one. was deceiving me for years and I've been doing all these things for so long and I finally realized that, you know, it's been weighing on me. It's changed how I think. It's changed how I raise my children. It's changed how I have an interaction with my significant other, uh-huh. spouse or whatever. And then changed how I act with my family, extended family. It changed how I look at things. You know, I have an animal. I don't want to, I change how I interact with it. I look at the beauty of the nature natural environment around me and i don't i can't see the goodness and everything and i start looking at well i don't want to be depressed so i just get angry and no i'm not talking about that kind of anger. i'm talking about someone just lied to me trying to get me to do all those not you know negative things yeah and the best way to you know get angry but put the anger into fixing all that crap Getting away from all of it, praising God for everything that you have, being thankful two days from now. Well, be I thankful. 
I think a lot of it is we have to turn inward, not only spiritually speaking, but do the work on processing the pain that we've been through in our life and understanding that that came from the enemy and not God. Okay. And hundred percent. That, that's where it starts. Right. And we start to heal ourselves and forgive ourselves and others. And I'm telling you, you, you can be taken up with all this. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. When in Rome, do as the Romans. Oh my you, gosh! It's hard to be different. Like we were just yep. talking about the middle class. Yep. If if you're going to be go to the parent teachers association, and you're going to say, you know, uh, well, that's probably not a good one because they're really hammering the school boards. So well, let's say you want to go to the your your middle class, but your upper middle class. So you go to the country club, <clears throat> and you go in there and start slamming around all kinds of righteous talk and scriptures and stuff. They'll probably toss your ass out mm-hmm. because they don't want to hear that crap mm-hmm. because it 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 it's retones the entire thing that they say you have to do and you have to value this this way. The scripture says no, you value the love of God. You you value my etulage as you go here and you learn how to give thanks for all of it because to be forgiven and give thanks you have to give it. If you want to receive forgiveness, you have to give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's a scripture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you have to forgive to be forgiven. Yep. That's and the grace that we talk about. Actually, the word would be more of charity, but not what we talked a bit about that before. In Bible, the scriptures, charity is you know you're given of yourself, which is a grace. But in order to keep and maintain the grace that you've have you have to give it to other people you can't just sit on a rock you wouldn't be utilizing the gift of grace that jesus had given to you through his death and resurrection from the cross you wouldn't be utilizing the gift and one person at a time that's all it takes absolutely absolutely and so you know we're on this forgiveness and we're we're going into a season of the holidays our uh you know last year was challenging because i believe you know there were people that were not treated right so we're you know we bring up this whole covid amnesty and all of this stuff and um you know i think it's perfectly obviously god wants us to forgive but at the end of the day, with the forgiveness, there needs to be atonement. Absolutely, because um, they've yeah to cause death, you would be sitting under the old law. So yep. under the old law, there's going to be penalty. So <clears throat> when you love someone and they sin under the old law, and you hold them to a to account as the old law attests, you're still loving them and you're forgiving them, but you. Because they went so far as to do that, the forgiveness is through the auspices of the old law. There will be a penalty to pay. Right. And under the old law, it isn't God that gives that penalty. Yep. That's us. Yeah. So, you know, I guess if you are a listener and that was you who 
said, you can't come to Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner because you're not vaxxed. If that's you who I'm speaking to, it's time to atone. There is no amnesty without forgiveness. And forgiveness comes when there is a you atone, when you repent and say, yep, it was all stupid. Because it is. If you've watched the presser, which I had to watch that presser just because I wanted to see what Fossey was going to say. It's just a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors. And he, how many millions of people has died because of that little pipsqueak? And it's coming. I tell you. He's going to be held to atonement. Do you understand? He's sinned under the old law. He will not be going where we're going. No, he's He's not. He's not just sinning under the old law. He's a Pharisee's. Read John. He is a Pharisee's of that level of you know death dismemberment and he's not coming probably not coming i don't know for sure you know because i can't judge yeah, that he's coming but <laughs> i mean after you know he's not going to be 50, in the 60, ascension murders, kind of ain't going to make it <laughs> he ain't going to make the ascension I doubt it. Um, <clears throat> and, but, and uh, i think it's important that you know i mean it also for those that are listening and that happened to you in order to learn forgiveness, the closer you get to God, your spiritual journey, you learn forgiveness and atone. You do. And all of that comes, you know, as it's an extreme. What you start feeling is how light his yoke is when it says yep. where my yoke for it is light all of a sudden these heavy burdens that you had before of guilt and from sin or whatever it is doesn't have to be horrific i mean if it, whatever it, people can you know all kinds of things once you realize that it starts becoming light it really does Not, yeah. and, and light as it's awake light like i can see more clearer now that i am finding a way to know what forgiveness is, giving it so I can receive it, feeling that forgiveness, and then inwardly looking at myself saying, I, I, I'm, a, I'm responsible for me. I have to forgive myself. If God's going to forgive me, I have to forgive myself, or it doesn't work. Yeah. Because he's in your image, so if God forgives you, you got to forgive you. But that's the, that's the handshake. That's the fulfillment of the gift. Yes. 100%. You got to do it too. You have to be, a, you got to be a part of that. <clears throat> the only way to prove that you're a part of that is you have to provide the works, live the life and, and atone for what has occurred. I think we talked about the, you know, if you back out of your driveway and you happen to run over the neighbor's dog and, and killed it and you wouldn't just chuck it in their front yard no. or put it under the tire of their car and then leave and go to work thinking, you know, come home and realize that everyone's devastated and wonder what happened. Well, the father's blaming himself. You're like, Whew, boy, I avoided that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're you're going right to suffer some penalty. You're going to go there. And you know what? Got to walk in God. It, it was, it, it, you, yeah, it was bad. And uh, I really, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen this way. And I'm, I mean, I'm just absolutely sorry. And I want to. You know, I want to be right with you guys, but I want to, I want, 
really what I'm looking for is to be right with God and hopefully be right with you at the same time. And Hallelujah. that's how it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Just say what, what, how much money you want? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a dollar figure. And then now you're going like, well, see, you guys weren't, <clears throat> don't, don't even propose it. Um, a uh, human's heart is inherently wicked. Again, scripture. Well, all I know, Bob, is I know what my purpose is, and my purpose is to assist people in their spiritual journey and to help them heal. Because we have a lot of people that really need to take that journey to learn how to heal themselves. And that happens when you um, come to the consciousness of God onto Jesus. It's the only way. There's no other way. It is the only way. It is the only way. It is. And those people that are on all those social (laughs) sites. Yeah. No, we don't. You can't know know it all. all. You cheat. No, we don't know it all. So we always ask for the service. Keep walking the life. Yep. And and there'll be some stumbling here and there. He chastises those he loves the most. Exactly. So how strong can you get is the goal of it. How Mm If you go to the gym and you think by lifting five pound weights, I've seen this one that just is so hilarious. <clears throat> you know, all these guys are walking around with these massive muscles full of steroids, probably. And then this one little skinny kid, he sits down on the bench and he's got a slight bar with no weights on. He just starts pumping up and down as fast as he possibly can, so hard that he falls off the bench. <clears throat> and then he gets up and walks around like he's bigger than life. You can't, that ain't going to get you anywhere. You, you, when you're going to go and gain strength, you're going to have to pick something up. You know what I mean? You're going to have to do something of substance that creates the change that God is asking of you. Well, I don't know what God wants of me. Read the scriptures. Pick up the book. Start reading now. Yep. Ask for the Holy Spirit to guide and just give you discernment. It takes a while. Maybe you'll get it right away. I don't know. Don't. Didn't come to me, you know, right away. Although I had some, I wasn't so far off in the left field that, you know, <clears throat> I can't say that I was uh, a gangbanging drug lord. I can't do that. Well, and I also, I also think that it's important that you find your tribe, right? Find people that you can connect with, that can keep you on track, that you can check in with, that you can. I mean, obviously, you got to go on the journey alone, but to have support along the way is so absolutely the scriptures are replete with that it says in one section that says there will be the few gotta have counsel right because there there will be the few that you'll be close with and you should be close with you should be looking for those few but to have many friends you would have to be friendly so what the scripture is trying to say is if you have a whole bunch of friends you're gonna have to be something you ain't to make them happy, to stay friends with you. Yep. That's not what the scriptures want. And it's God doesn't want that out of you. No. But politicians are inherently bad because they got to kiss all the babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even think they do that anymore, but they, because they hate babies, apparently. Amen. And, uh, <clears throat> it seems yeah. like that anyway, doesn't it? Now with the legislation and all that stuff went on, yeah, and all the infighting and what, listen to what they say. Yeah, it is in fact true. So <laughs> well, there's some good politicians. Absolutely. 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I think that once you step into it, like you step into, you make the commitment, you start the spiritual journey, you learn and you gain confidence, you learn how to be bold, you learn how to step up and own the scripture like it's your sword. And you can go to speak in front of people and not be, you know, shy about it. Like you're so confident that you say what you have to say, articulate it in a way that it's like. That way you will not be deceived by the ill-fated, already deceived people. No. There's the distinction between deception and delusion. God says, I will pour out great delusions for those that love not the truth. A delusion is not typically a nefarious situation. Deception is. Deception is, I'm going to sell this guy my car, and I know it's worth nothing. It's got a blown transmission and all this other stuff. But I put enough, you know, STP treatment in the motor, quit lift, the lifters quit knocking. So when he test drives it, he'll think it runs like a top. That's deception. That's not a delusion. A delusion is you're sitting there trying to buy a car for some scappy, you know, scaby looking goof that looking at this old car and thinking it's a good car. That's a delusion. <laughs> That's a difference. <laughs> like, dude, right? this guy's like got a, he's got a, he's an ex-con. He's got a record. Yeah, but he'll sell me a, uh, he'll be truthful when he sells me this car. Yeah, okay. That, that's delusion. Deception yeah. is nefarious every okay. time. And there is a Satan massive. Is the father of lies. Yep. His tools are deception and murder. Yep. There's and a, you know, I want people to understand the difference in terms of how the scriptures describes. Delusion is, you know, thinking I can buy a car and really write it off. <laughs> oh, I hate to use that excuse, that example, but I was blown away. I was like, what? And then because you were deluded, you you can't be mad at yourself because you you would look stupid. Yeah. And instead, you start cutting on blaming everything else but yourself because you don't want to take responsibility. Boom. So we've hit all the topics. We've hit them all. And, they're, and they don't really change much. We've looked at, you know, what, what God is trying to do for us and, and how we can find out more by reading the scriptures. And once you start doing that, you'll start knowing how to talk to the Holy Ghost if you don't know how at all, you'll learn it. It's in there. And and when you do, then things start getting better at understanding it. And then you can start walking the walk, living the life and then mm-hmm. doing those things. And then other people will start seeing it. And then that's how it works. And then they go like, gee, Joe over here or Marianne or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone Marianne's listening, but you know, there's, they go like, oh, wow. And you don't have to go out and join a church and, you know, tell everyone out loud how you've been saved and all this and that and the other thing. That's why it's that one older lady that came to us and said, are you saved? You know, I'm like, oh, here we go. And I don't uh, think she's bad. I just, that's, I don't, I don't think that's great to do that. No. It doesn't send the right message for me. No. But it's, you know, it's church and she's. She loves her church and wants people to come and join because the church gets, you know, bigger, better, whatever. 
them. Yeah, but there's a way. We just have to. There's a way to approach people, you know, and it's not, uh, you know. And I'm not picking on that older lady. She was with, I believe, she was older. She's probably in her mid to late 60s. And her, she said, over there is my, because our my mother-in-law's in town. Mm-hmm. And she goes, those are my mom and dad over there. I went, wow. And they look like they're probably in their 90s. Oh, wow. Both of them. So you live a life, you live a good life, you can live a good life. Absolutely. Does everybody? No, because things have to be the way they are here. And we have to accept certain parts, again, that, you know, personal responsibility um, and know that, you know, it's not saying that life is not important. That's absolutely wrong. For us to be here and gain what we need to gain, this is the only time you're going to do it. If you have been an absolute, you know, goof, and it's you're in the ground now, you don't get another chance from that point of view. So again, when it says the first or last and last or first, it does elude the fact that those folks that are during revelations, they might come back. I don't know how or if that's true. And I know there's like, oh, reincarnation system. But how in the world is that? Are they supposed to get into that and experience it in order to make the change and make the decisions they need to make? If they went into the grave, and maybe you, you can go too far. Maybe you can't, because Jesus and John said, looking at the Pharisees, you ain't going where I'm going. <clears throat> and they thought, well, you ate nothing. You're nobody. Well, whoops. So I already knew that they were their intents. And even he said that he wanted other people to know that they're not murdering me. I'm doing this. But it, their intent is to murder me. That's why I believe he said, you're not going where I'm going. Mm. But if that Pharisee would have went after, you know, walked back in the room and took the shackles off of Jesus and said, I want to know more about the good news. Can you help me? And he'll probably have been saved. The cross, remember the two robbers, the two <clears throat> the one guy was all bah, blah, blah, that's some bullshit crap. Yeah. <laughs> the guy didn't, Jesus didn't even look to talk to him anymore. He talked to the other guy. And the other guy's, you know what? I've done a lot of bad things. You know, and he goes, Jesus said, I can see what your heart is. You're going to be with me. And right then and there, probably not. He's probably going to have to atone for whatever he did. He is. Is his atonement death? I don't know how that works. I'm not really sure. The scriptures doesn't say, you know, dying on the cross is an atonement. It was for Jesus for our sin, but he was brought through a resurrection that's created the promise. The resurrection is without that, none of that would make any difference. He had to be resurrected to prove the promise, to bring the promise to fruition. That made him the morning star. You start really reading the scripture. That's what was bestowed to him. I am the morning star. In Revelations, he comes up and says, I am the morning star. That's saying someone else wrote that in those stupid 
changed up books. But all that's through discernment, and you'll read and know and figure all that out. Absolutely. Awesome talk. Awesome talk, Bob. It always is. I have to get up at 5.30 tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to go to bed. What, yeah, I'm going to try to go to bed. Is it 9 there? It is. Yeah, it's 9. Okay. Well, God bless and I've you. Been dig I've been digging holes in this uh, Ozark soil. If you want to call it soil, it's mostly three rocks. A bucket of rocks and a, a spoonful of dirt. <laughs> what a guy! Oh, it's tough digging out here. I grew up in I grew up in Michigan by Lake Erie, and I know, right? Uh, although we would run into gran some granite rocks here and there, they were usually round because they were glacial. Uh, but you can dig a six foot hole with a shovel and live to tell about it. Here, you dig a six foot hole. That's where you're staying. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ass back up because he's gone now. <clears throat> you can't yeah. put a, a shovel in the ground anywhere around here. Oh. Well, God bless I'm you. I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Oh, I, I wish everyone to have a the most wonderful God, like God, knowing God, feeling God and Jesus Christ, Christ experience this Thanksgiving and, and, and put it out there. Oh, we'll I, talk I, about, I mean, there are the three things we talk, I, you know, I want people to talk about politics. I want the, the unshoveled things, but probably not during a time that you're trying to bring God into all this, yep. that talking politics, talking healthcare and, and talking, uh, what was the other taboo politics? Healthcare and religion. Talk about religion, but don't talk about like, well, the Headites did this and Molokai did that. Stay with the good. Stay with the good. Stay with Jesus. Stay with God and to Jesus Christ. And as we bring more people to it, they can make better decisions on understanding all the nastiness that's going on right now. To me, that's also very hard that is probably the hardest thing i've had to do if i look back and all of it's how it's affected me my wife our grandchildren our children there's a lot of nonsense even my mom i mean my dad i mean there's a lot of not good stuff and that's not even all the other things you know that occurred it's just all kinds of nonsense. And so I have to realize that <clears throat> and, so, and I want everyone else to realize that it's you have to gather strength through him. And to do that is bring yourself to him as a child and say, I, I just need some help. And be sincere. Don't just ask for help and then, oh, uh, how about where's that pony at? Don't do that. He doesn't take you seriously. Because he knows your he knows all your intents, your hearts, desires, and all of it. Think of, you know, the most loving thing that you can feel for that person. You know, the grandmother or grandfather is just so loving and just 
uh, <clears throat> would you try to deceive them? No, you shouldn't. That's bad. Deception is a tool statement. You say, hey, need some help. What can I do? And if they, <clears throat> I mean, for us, reading the Bible is pretty important. That's God right there. I mean, in totality of it. But then you might have to read it more than once. The first go around in the King James Version, I was like, eh, well, this old English stuff kind of, no wonder no one knew anything. And that's why it was written that way, by the way. So you had to ask a priest for interpretation that got that whole absolution thing in Majabi going. True story, by the way. So we're doing it, Jamie. Awesome. We're getting everyone to start paying better attention. Yeah. I don't expect present. a million followers. Just be present. Do what yep. we got to do. If everyone did that, everyone yep. would do that. There are more and more coming about. There are a lot of silent people that don't know what to do, but are still doing something. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be just your, you know, I'm going to live God's life. I'm going to live God into Jesus Christ today. That's it. And, and I'm going to pray for help to do that. And I'm going to pray for discernment to, to know, because I'm going to come to a whole bunch of choices. Please help me make the choice that is the best choice of God unto Jesus Christ. Right? We talked about factorals that I saw those years ago, and I realized, well, that's it's just a mathematic. Not you know, It doesn't make anything happen per se, but it's just cool mathematics that they, someone came across with. Oh, look, that's cool. And to me, it looks like all the decisions that we have to make in order to get back to the trunk, the main, the God. And then <clears throat> it looks just like a tree and everything is divided by two. So every time you get to a crossroads, you got to make a decision, right or left, you know, good or bad. And that's all that we have here. Start tomorrow, start tonight, pray tonight. I'm going to. Won't be a long drawn out prayer. But I've reserved time in my day and Lori and I have we do that. We ever I love how we pray. It's essential. Because right? it's it it's it it does work. Absolutely. I know I don't pray for ponies. I do not pray for ponies. <laughs> and I suggest no one do that. And the reason I keep saying that because I was arguing with a you know, a goof on the opposite side, trying to convince people of all kinds of crap. And oh, God gives me everything I want. I want a horse. I got a pony and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's like, you need to be quiet. <laughs> You're like, sit down. My father, my father was a minister and he told me about, blah, blah, blah. he did. You're first off. Who are you? And you're full of. They're not going to tell me any of this because it's just a made up person trying to, get people to be deceived into that thought process don't ask god for petty wealth and riches that's ridiculous asking for strength and from that as you grow that does come god doesn't say don't be rich <clears throat> don't be an ass with your riches that's what he says more or less yeah. and that word i made that up or i put that in there myself so i take responsibility for it So let's put a prayer into this. Do you want to lead us in prayer? 
Absolutely. All right. So. You had all that spiritual input. Now we need to oh, I don't know put a little prayer and in, prayer input. Absolutely. So. Archie is chewing on something and it's distracting me. So you can't do that. So. Dear Lord. Open up every heart that is out there that is questioning your existence and what 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 you can do in order to you know change the circumstances of what is going on in our in our lives right and open those hearts and allow them to come to you and please guide them through their journey to you and encourage them to have the confidence to step up and be bold and to step into their sovereignty and to come to you and they can come to you anytime that they need guidance and clarity in this spiritual war that we are experiencing as the enemy brings his psychological warfare into our minds as us questioning everything that we are seeing and hearing and all of these things that are these distractions and please help them to um, cultivate their spiritual discernment in order to navigate this battlefield that out that is out here on a daily, and remind them that if they put the armor of God on on a daily, as they wake up in the morning, grateful, uh, wake up with them in the morning with a grateful heart, um, that they once they hit the ground, they ask for the armor of God, and you protect them on a daily as they go about navigating through this battlefield. Thank you so much for everything that you do for me and for Bob and for everyone that I come in contact with. Thank you so much for this journey. It is amazing. And I will continue to talk about you until the day that I am no longer on this earth. God bless, and thank you, dear God, and thank you for your son who died for He's all of our sins. Our He's opened our Amen. eyes. <laughs> Amen. Awesome. Sorry, sorry awesome. about that. Got a little distracted because <laughs> I got this little one over here. I'm like, stop. I'm trying to concentrate. You did perfect. You're hitting uh, all the points. That's 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 the level of discernment that we have. Amen. No matter what, even distracted, you're hitting all the points. Know that. I know. And that's and that's a testimony to if, what is going I, on. Absolutely. Right? You can be all it's these distractions. God, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. All these distractions. Oh, we got this, we got this, that, that, that. All these distractions. God, tell me what to do. Hold 
protect me. He will. Amen. But just like the, the, just like the story as Jesus was in the bow of the boat and the winds came up and the boat started to, to be tossed and turned and it's taking on water faster than, oh, wow, I just saw a shooting star. Well, guess what, Jamie? My wish is that things begin better for all of us. Better in God under Jesus Christ. I seriously, I just saw a falling star. You know, that's the thing. We don't know. We have to pay attention. I don't know if God did that or not. <clears throat> but I'm going to pray for it because it's a random act of something cool that this world that he produced can do. I'm not going to go get my moon goddess charted out. Start. I don't have one. But everything is, what does he say? All that is good. Like that scripture. He orchestrates the good. I have to go back to that scripture because there's another one that's like it that says, you know, even the bad is done for the good, but the those that do the bad suffer the inequity. That's not the quote. That's not the one I was talking about. But when uh -huh. Jesus is in that boat and it's taken on wire and the apostles are freaking out <laughs> and they didn't know what to do and they couldn't bail the water fast enough. And instead of taking their God, their Jesus, the God into Jesus Christ, in and the strength they already saw. You know, they've seen the Master produce miracles. So that, and He said it's there for you. And so instead of that, they suffered fear and did not move forward in the strength. Not one of them prayed to the Holy Spirit, which all of them knew about it. And so they decided to try to do it on their own, and they were losing. They were keeping the water out of the boat. They had to wake up Jesus. And in one instant, he looked at him with some level of disgust. Like, you guys could have asked the Holy Spirit. You had the, all the strength before you. Absolutely. You just need to stand up and do it. And then there goes the waters, clean, clear, smooth sailing. That's a good story to know. Now's the time to start. Ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. If there's things that are going on bad, get away from them. Ask for the Holy Spirit's direction on how to handle those matters and move forward. <clears throat> and everything it asks and designs you to do, keep going. Be careful of nefarious nonsense. People mm -hmm. are, say they hear voices and things of that nature. You may, you know, you might. I, God speaks to different people different ways. You're, how the Holy Spirit connects with you is all kinds of different ways. I've never heard, heard a voice necessarily. I've seen things, and I've, I've felt things, things that are, wow. I've However, seen things. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I know some very good, very honest and straightforward people that have, they've heard things. They have I've been moved from here to there. Wow. And I believe 100% that happened. 100%. Absolutely. We have to understand we're spiritual beings and there's energy involved with that. So, yeah, it's wow. That's amazing. All right, Jamie. All right, Bob. Good. God bless you. Have a wonderful God Thanksgiving.
And we'll uh, I will you do the same please. We'll line up for the Everyone next one. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and thanks give thanks during mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yes. Absolutely. And then eat your turkey. Amen. Then you can eat your turkey. <laughs> um, uh, pumpkin pie, right? Yeah. Gotta have pumpkin pie. That's a rule, pretty sure. Turkey and pumpkin pie. Amen. Oh, did you hear about that turkey that was at the uh, the Senate building oh, God, on January sixth? No. <laughs> yeah, they didn't pardon him. <laughs> I saw him. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, they didn't pardon that one. Wow. Anyways, all right. <laughs> all right, honey, you take care of yourself. God right. bless. Everybody out there, do awesome. It's awesome. Let's giddy up. Amen. Love you all, and yeah. God bless. God bless. All right. Bye. Take care, hon. Well, guys, that's another one on the books. Um, so as we go into Thanksgiving, disconnect. I'm challenge everyone that's listening. Disconnect from social media. Be present. And uh, just get by yourself if you can and listen. Listen to how you feel. Pay attention and pray and pay attention to how you feel. And stay in the present. It'll be better. You'll be better for it, I promise. Excuse me. Well, this has been a long one, but it's always a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Real Talk, A Journey with Jay. I'm on TikTok. Um, uh, What else? What else? What else? Oh, Spotify and Rumble. Okay. If you're on Rumble, make sure you give me a Rumble, like thumbs up if you like the conversation. Give me some input if you guys have any constructive input about what you want to hear um and um i'm going to be starting a bible study so if you're interested on coming on and you know talking let me know you don't have to have video on but i think for the bible study we'll probably have the video on so that we're not interrupting each other Because it's challenging when you do a podcast and you don't have video because you can't tell it when someone is not talking. Um, So, but anyway, God bless you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful time with your family. Understand forgiveness is with God and that atonement is necessary sometimes for forgiveness especially where family is in, um, uh, involved. I love you so much. Take care of yourselves and step out with the armor of God on a daily. Ask him to protect you on a daily as you go about navigating through this matrix, this battlefield of the wicked. God bless.